0: Welcome to another edition of Mass Matzah i am your host, the Outlaw Ellie Red. You can find me on Twitter at Justin Harvey seventy five. You can find the entire show on the Twitter machine at mmmshow Show seventy five. And we are joined today by a very special guest, one that some of you may know, one of that some of you may not know, but uh, I'm sure if you are fans of this show and Lucha Underground fans, you will know very, very soon in a big way. Um, we would like to welcome to the show, Sunny Kiss. What's going on? Hello. Um,
1: <laughs> I was like, so, so subtle, like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: we also have Byron and Meat Floaf here, of course. Uh, at Meat and at Byron Fever, right? At
2: Byron Fever. What's your Twitter handle? Oh,
1: mine? Uh, at SunnyXO. He's like, yeah, of course you. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs>
2: Thanks for coming on. We've been uh, really looking forward to talking to you, but there was a period of time, I think, where we weren't allowed.
1: Oh.
0: Well, I mean, I, or we weren't allowed, really, but now that the trailer has dropped um, yeah. for Lucha Underground Season 4, you definitely have uh, a few moments in there. We get that awesome picture of you um, along with the other cast members standing at the end, which is great, but there's another little sneak peek of Sonny at Lucha Underground in there that, uh, was kind of the talk of the internet for, for a minute there.
1: Was it the talk of the internet? I wouldn't go that far, but. (laughs) I mean, look,
0: we're all fans of of some of the fun stuff that the the writers and Skip do and those guys. And it's obviously an homage to Flashdance, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So and I know a lot of people at first because they didn't know you were going to be in the show. People didn't know who exactly was in that picture. And then I think we talked about it because it was kind of obvious to us who it was and a few other people, um, even though we we played coy about it a little bit. But uh, I think it's it's well established and out there now that it is, in fact, uh, Sunny Kiss that is doing the flash dance pose. Um, was that something that you guys shot for Lucha Underground this year? Is that is that one of the things that we have to look forward to seeing more of?
1: Yeah, you might have to look forward to the. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, yeah, no. So, um, I'm not quite sure what episode that will be on. I just know that it's something that we shot for the season. Um, it was just basically like they they know I have a dance background, and um, I remember backstage and they were um, they threw out the outfits, and I was like looking at them and they were like, this is what you're going to wear. So choose what you're going to wear. Like, put your own outfit together. I was like, oh my God, this is a leotard and, you know, some tights. Like, I felt like back at home, you know, quote unquote. So it was really, really cool. Like, um, and then, yeah, you saw the clip and I can't wait to you guys see the rest. (laughs) This was like,
0: it's kind of scared me though, because I thought about it for a minute. I was like, what is it like just having
1: just a bucket of water dumped on you? Do they at least warm it up? Oh my God. So the, the water was warm, um, like lukewarm, but um, it was like, we had to do it take like three or four times. So I'm drowning, like the water is in my face, the is on my chest, and it's like, they're gonna get mixed up and they throw the water too fast, so throw, 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 uh throw the water too slow. And then the, one of the times it went directly on my face. So imagine like a heavy like bucket of water just going on your face. And I was like almost drowning, like it was just crazy. <laughs> But um, it, was, it was a cool experience. I was freezing, too, because I was actually surprised at how chilly it was in LA, because I'm a Jersey boy. So I'm thinking, oh my god, I'm going to get out to LA. It's going to be so warm. And like, you know, I was freezing. <laughs> but um, it, the take came out amazing. And I just can't wait for everyone to see
0: it. It seems like fun. But it does almost seem like you, you're almost kind of like waterboarding yourself if you have to do <laughs> multiple takes of just dumping water, like, especially. Well, like- Like
1: that, yeah. You will see see, like um me using like the bottle and stuff like that. Like the actual scene. Like if you watch the movie scene, like some of it is very, very like, like uh, it's taken from there. Like the whole thing. Like most, most of the scene, I would say. Like we actually did revamped, revamped the 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 scene basically.
0: Which is pretty awesome. So. That being said, I mean, it does make sense because, um, and you can let some of these guys know, like you you came from a dance background before wrestling?
1: I did. So I uh, trained to dance since I was very young, since like probably like middle school. And then I went to a performing arts high school in my town in Jersey City. And then from there, um, I wasn't really sure where I was going to go. Um, so I ended up taking a route to yoga. So look at that. I'm intertwining all these different things at once. I uh, ended up going to school for yoga and I got yoga know, certificate and then now I'm freaking back in college. It's about time though. <laughs> After like a five year hiatus. So yeah, but I had a dance background. Yeah. And then um, I moved on to uh, 2014. I auditioned for the Jets cheerleading squad. You know, hence the gesture. I'm not really a Jets fan, so you can calm down. <laughs> um, yeah, I truly for the Jets. I started to audition for the Jets and then I, um, I was unsuccess- unsuccessful. And then I did the Ravens prep classes and that was pretty cool. Um, I never really went anywhere with that either. Um, I just felt like obviously, you know, being a, a male of color and um, I felt like that just wasn't what they were looking for. And I was trying to, like, obviously, you know, break that barrier because that's just that's the type of person I am. I do it in wrestling. I do it, you know, whatever it is I put my mind to, I'm going to do that. So I'm going to try to, you know, revolutionize and break barriers in it. So I tried to do that with football cheerleading, but <laughs> it was a no-go. But still, like, I had a really cool um, career as a dancer. So I'm happy about it
0: but cheerleading does seem like a good fit especially for your attitude you you i mean you've always been babyface as far as i've known you right i mean you, you like to have that upbeat attitude and to come with a lot of enthusiasm to to all your wrestling events so i could see why cheerleading would be a good fit for you in general
1: absolutely and I, I played up that more than my dance background in wrestling because i felt like it just was more fitting um just because of stereotypes and how people look at cheerleaders But yeah, I've always been babyface. I love being babyface. I love um, smiling and being bubbly and funny because it's more authentic. And that's what I wanted to portray in wrestling is to be authentic. And I felt like uh, me as an openly gay wrestler, um, that's important because authenticity wasn't a thing for gay wrestlers back in the 80s and stuff like that. You know, because you had those guys, but they weren't really gay. Um, They were kind of just costumes and just flamboyant and like with me it's everything everything that you see here is authentic like it's real like it's not you know a facade like it's totally real so
0: so that being the case because i I do agree with you especially about 80s wrestling is that you know things were portrayed more as a gimmick than having any basis in reality
2: i'd say even in the 90s too when it comes to um to wrestlers like there was the reality era and, and attitude era and stuff like that. But gay wrestlers were not, you weren't real. Like Canyon, I think was one of the first openly gay wrestlers, but that wasn't who he was in the ring. But then you have like Billy and Chuck, they do something. Or you have, uh, I think Lenny Lane in WCW, I think.
1: Uh, Yeah. They're just
2: putting on the show.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They weren't really authentic at all. So. Not that it's a bad thing, because I don't don't mind it. I don't mind, you know, Mm -hmm. playing off a character. Like, hello, this is wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. There wasn't really a representation for a flamboyant, you know, feminine, just wrestler who's just himself, you know, because then you had people who are just doing the drag gimmicks and then, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. You never really had, like, someone who just identified as a male, even though like <laughs> um, people sometimes ask our pronoun, they're like, are you a female? Are you male? Is you-? It's hilarious. But I don't mind if you call me either or, but I identify as a male, so. There wasn't a representation of just a gay male wrestler. There was just, you know, uh, costumes and drag and stuff like that, so.
0: Well, so that being the case, I, I mean, you obviously still decided to, take this route as something to include in your own life. So that, which surprises me at times, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like there's some sections of wrestling fans that would not subscribe to that. And then others that would be totally down with it. Like you mostly wrestle on the East coast Mm -hmm. where I feel like, you know, who you are is probably very well accepted. Um, were you worried when you were getting into wrestling that you wouldn't be accepted for yourself or that you'd have to put on a different type of gimmick or play it a certain way just to get into wrestling?
1: I was uh, very like nervous and skeptical about how you know I'd be perceived. But at the same time, um I knew that when I got like when I got into this, that if I was, if I was gonna do it, it was gonna be authentic, it was gonna be real, and I wasn't gonna portray anyone I wasn't because for- quite frankly, I really can't. It's pretty obvious. So like, I was like, okay, when I get in wrestling, I'm just gonna be me. Uh, Um, I mean, it took me two times because I started in 2011 as a manager and then I stopped and then I came back in 2013 and I was like, I'm gonna do this for real now. Like, I'm really, really gonna do it and I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be me and I'm not gonna look back. And you know, if, if I fail, at least I can say I tried. And 2013 i was just progressing in the ring i was started training with a bunch of different trainers and uh i was hunting my craft as um uh as, as an athlete i was you know still tumbling i was still you know being athletic and stretching every day and um yeah lo and behold like five years later <laughs> here i am lucha underground
0: so what made I you want to do it, it. at yeah. all I'm sorry? So, what made you want to get into wrestling? I mean, where was the start of switching over from cheerleading and dance and and looking up and saying, "Yeah, I'd like to go in there and get my ass kicked"?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it started really early. Like everyone tells these stories in podcasts, and they like, go all the way back to the you know their <laughs> their like um, adolescent years or even younger, obviously. But um, with me, it was like, yeah, like I was I, don't know, I was really young. I always loved wrestling, now. Like um, I think I played the video games first. I played Revenge. I don't know if you guys remember that game. Yes. <laughs> of course, yeah. I played Revenge before I even watched wrestling on TV. So that was pretty crazy. I played WCW and Revenge. I played Wrestling in mm-hmm. 2000. And then I started uh, watching it around that time. And I started to see people on TV that I looked up to. Um, I really, really loved women's wrestling for some reason. But um, RVD and Jeff Hardy and, you know, the Hardy Boys and, you know, people like that. I was, like, strongly inspired by. And, um, yeah, then. I, I was still dancing, obviously, most of my life. And then um, when I got to, um, who is this? All right, so one day I was, like, tumbling in a park. And then, like, um, a friend of mine, like, uh, was like, yo, you're so athletic. You should be a wrestler. You should try it out, whatever. He was like, yo, come train with me. And I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. So then I went to the ring and I, um, with him training, and I started to, like, take a bumps around. And then as soon as I got in the ring, I knew it. I was like, I want to do this for real. Like, this is what I want to do with my life. And even though it was like tough in the beginning, um, no, was it tough? (laughs) I don't know. The bumps were like a little like frustrating to like actually get, but um, after a while, um, it was cool. Like I was, I was okay. Like I I was like, okay, I got this. I can do it. Um, And then like character development started to happen, and um, yeah, the rest is history. Like because once I was able to, like it took a little while. I'm gonna say, um, like after like maybe one or two yeah after like one or two matches starts to be like okay okay like discouragement obviously comes back to you and then like you know you continue on you know with more trainers and you know more ideas and you the confidence just grows and grows and grows like i'm a completely different person than i was in 2012 2013 2014 you know that whole thing see i think that now it's like no one can touch me like as far as confidence (laughs)
0: I think yeah. that anybody that goes in there that can't remember if they hated the first day or not probably is meant to be in wrestling because I went and ran the ropes with some buddies a couple times. And just that <laughs> feeling under my arm, I was like, no, I'm good on this. This is not this is not my yeah. thing.
1: <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I, though, you get used to it after a while. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: I mean, <clears throat> again, this is why you're cut out for it. And I'm over here with a <laughs> microphone and you're out there performing for all these folks, you know.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, and that's another thing too. Like, there's roles in wrestling. There's so many roles. Like, I feel like um, if you're not made for one, you can be made for other. Like, people to say, "Oh, you don't, you don't belong in wrestling," is silly. Like, there are so many different roles, and um, yeah, I think um, there's something for everybody.
2: What were you were you going to ask something, Byron? Yeah, I was going to ask. Um, you you were talking about your as far as your presentation, like your, your character, and you know your visual presentation um how that was important to you but um i also was wondering with um uh, on the wrestling side like with your move set there's different types of wrestling like lucha libre or uh, some people call it like the indie spot fest where you're doing all your moves or um or i don't know like strong style um mm-hmm. did you put any consideration into how you would be represented as a fighter How how you would fight like what kind of a fighter would you say you are
1: um, so like I said, I was very inspired by women's wrestling And mm-hmm. because <laughs> most of my moves pay homage to like every female wrestler that's ever wrestled before. So, um, yeah, no, um, with my wrestling, I get compared to Naomi a lot. Um, to Jacqueline, who's one of my biggest inspirations. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just love like a mixture of the high flying and my boyfriend, uh, who's also a wrestler who teaches me the technical stuff and, um, but, yeah, no, if you look at my moveset, it pays homage to, like, every female wrestler. I don't yeah. really have a name for it. I just knew I wanted to be strong and athletic, and I wanted to um, use my flexibility and, um, yeah, just kind of, like, use all these different, like, components to, like, make yeah. A cool well, style. Well, I noticed, like,
2: you do, um, like, you throw a Yakuza kick, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but you throw a kick, but you put your own spin on it and you seem to do a lot of split-legged type moves.
1: Well, see, that's not uh, my move. It actually pays homage to Molina. Um, there you go. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Like, they call me like this crazy innovator. I don't think it's sweet because that's the whole thing too. Um, there's not men out there doing stuff like that. So I figured that those moves would set me apart from everybody else by default because there's not men out there doing that stuff. So that's why I guess how people think it's innovative which I mean, I guess it is because it's innovative for a guy to do it. Um, but the actual move itself, you no, know, a lot, of, a lot of my moves are um, they pay homage to like women's wrestling from past and present. So, and I'm not afraid to admit that, like that's, I, mean, I love it. Obviously, it got me to Lucha Underground. So um, they love it, and uh, yeah.
0: Well, I I mean, I don't know if I I necessarily even thought innovative the first time we saw you, um, like I saw you do a move probably off the second rope where you landed in a split and i was just like oh shit i could never even think about doing something like that you know i mean the the, the level of flexibility that you have and being able to land in a split that's the part that trips me out because i've i've done splits way 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 back in the day when i was actually doing martial arts and stuff i could st- i could do some splits and i've seen guys who can do splits in the van Dam kind of stuff but bouncing and, like, landing <laughs> on the ring and doing some of the stuff off the ropes in a split. That is the stuff where everyone, I think, is just like, oh, my God, this this guy's on a different level.
1: Yeah, I do, like, try to put my own twist in some areas. So, um, yeah, like, I, I just want people to be like, holy, like, for my stuff that they would for, like, you know, those crazy pod drivers or whatever else, you know, people mm-hmm. do in, like, strong style and death matches and stuff like that. Um yeah no but that's that's kind of my own version of like holy sh- you know
0: <laughs> I love it well and it works too because that's absolutely exactly what i said i mean i think everybody around me said that um so um god what was the match i watched earlier this week i think it was you and Stan Styles um who is hilarious to me he he's been out here at I Maverick Pro him. recently quite a bit and uh I, I love him as a performer, and he always gets the crowd hot.
1: Um my first gig of wrestling. My first gig was managing him, so yeah.
0: I didn't know that. Well, see, yeah. you learned something. I was oh.
1: 17 years old, and I was yep. That was my first gig.
0: Well, you have to get Stan to bring you out here to Maverick Pro or yeah. one of these Southern Cali indies. Like, How much have you worked outside of the, the East Coast area? I know you've kind of made that circuit. Oh!
1: Uh- to be honest, not much. Um, I mean, there was some, there's some things in Texas that's in the works. Um, what else?
2: Um, yeah. You mainly work in the tri-state area, right?
1: Like I work. Yeah. Like up and down East coast basically. Yeah. Yeah. What are the promotions that you're normally
0: in that people can check you out in?
1: Um, Warriors wrestling, uh, East Coast pro wrestling. It was like my like home, uh, areas, uh, that's in New Jersey and Staten Island. And, um, where was I? Russell, I wrestle, I
2: wrestle you, somewhere. You're uh, a tier champ. one champ, right?
1: Yeah, I was tier one champ. Uh, tier one is now defunct on, unfortunately.
2: Oh. Um, I saw you there last, uh, April, not the one that just happened. The the one 2017. That's you wrestled, um,
1: um, evolve. Was that evolve?
2: No, it was a it was a big um it was a big weekend for wrestling so there were a ton of shows people were doing like three four spots uh that weekend. It was your you and uh it was the early show I think. It was um no, I'm going to forget his name. Your memory's horrible.
1: <laughs> it was <laughs> no, that
2: one guy and the other guy. Uh I don't know if Darius was in it, but um Keith Lee was in it.
1: Guy, okay, guy. so that was. Okay, so yeah, that was the night as evolved. Yeah. So, that was myself, Keith Lee, uh, Darius Carter, and Bobby Fish. And Bobby Fish. Yes.
2: That was that rad.
1: Was so much fun. I got eliminated first, but I still had, like, I honestly, it's one of my favorite matches ever. Just yeah, you got your shit in still. Yeah, the dynamic was cool. And Darius Carter and I were involved in, like, this blood boil feud. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. Let's
0: all, see, cool. and I think that we'll probably – get a chance to see you a lot more after um, your mm-hmm. your Lucha Underground stuff starts airing. I have a feeling your your bookings are going to go way up. I hope you don't have too much to do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, yeah um, I think uh, after that, people will definitely start to see me uh, as a serious competitor. And that's kind of what I've always wanted. But um. yeah, I definitely want to maintain, you know, the same bubbly, fun personality. But I'll still people still see me as a, a great, tough wrestler. So yeah, hopefully that, that's how they see me as. Cause I definitely, I can't reveal what happened, but I definitely can say, people get to see me at my most vulnerable, uh, most uh, athletic I've been, uh, most serious I've ever been. Um, I even swore, swore a few times and I don't really swear. (laughs) So (laughs) you're going to definitely, uh, see.
0: Well, Lucha Underground tends to do that. They tend to, to, to bring out things in people. Um, just in general, how, how much fun has it been working in the locker room? I know we can't talk about a lot of the specifics, but you know, every time we get somebody who's new to Lucha Underground on the show, um, Mm -hmm it seems like being a part of that family is is a big deal to them. So how how was the experience for you on that level?
1: Everyone is absolutely amazing. Uh, it's literally the best locker room ever. Like everyone's super, super cool. I can't like say exactly who, like obviously, but um, I have my Lucha Bestie. Uh, who everyone's gonna freaking go crazy when they see him do all those crazy flips, cause he's just amazing. Um, then there's, you know, you know, Everyone else there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Can I ask? I can I ask? I like, I want to say so much, but like, honestly, I just can't. Wait yeah. to talk to like, there's gonna
0: be. Cool. Of- well, the good news is you can always yeah. come back after some episodes air, and then we can actually talk about some of that stuff too. But yeah. But we did want yeah. people to get a chance to get to know you before, because, um, you know, I I don't think this is giving anything away. I was there at every taping this season, and I can say that I certainly think that you are something special that people are really going to get into this season on Lucha Underground. Mm -hmm. Um, and every season it's like, you know, the first taping I'll run up and I'll talk to EV Dub and I'll be like, Oh dude, so what's going on? What's the new, what's the new hotness and whatever. So, uh, you know, a couple years ago it was Dante Fox. And then this year I can honestly say that the person that EV Dub came up to me and started talking about was Sonny. And I was just like, he was like, you got to see some of this stuff. I I hope we get this going the way we want to. And, you know, you got something to look forward to in this performer. And I can't say any more than that. Mm -hmm. But I will say that that the the one spoiler I will give is that you guys will be entertained by Sonny on Lucha Underground this season. It is going to be exciting, good, fun stuff. You were going to ask a question, Byron.
2: Yeah, I wanted to ask since we couldn't go into too many details about your best friends in the locker room um, yet. Uh, I wanted to ask how you felt about the the environment. Uh, Lucha Underground is kind of known for its like bloodthirsty, rabid fans who go crazy. And I was wondering um, if any of that stood out to you, or if, or if uh, basically when a lawyer comes out and does the disclaimer, and then there's a bodily fluid chant, that kind of were you warned before that happened?
1: Um, I was aware. I obviously watched the show before. Um, yeah. Um, I wasn't really nervous or anything like that. It didn't startle me or anything like that because I knew I was gonna bring a different element to the show, and um, I didn't. I wasn't worried about what other people were doing. I wasn't worried about what the, what the kind of matches the other people on the roster were having. I knew that Lucha Underground would utilize me in the best way possible, so I wasn't too worried about um all that stuff. I just knew that I was gonna go in and kill it and be myself, and they would see me be myself and i wouldn't have to do all that stuff to um you know get over they would find another um niche that they would like the fans would see me as like who i was and find something else that they would think is cool so
0: i mean you still have to put in a little bit of the work yourself though Mm -hmm. did you were you worried about getting over on the west coast considering that you had mostly worked in in tri-state area i mean i think Byron was probably one of the few people there that actually had had seen you perform on the East Coast I don't know that any of the rest of us had
1: um Yeah, I was definitely nervous to like Obviously like, you know, if they if people would like me or not because every everyone's I mean everyone thinks about that Obviously, especially when you like go to a place that's new regardless of like where it is It's just if it's a new place. You're kind of like "Mm, I hope they like me Um, But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I was, you know, I was humble enough to obviously think that. But I was also confident enough to know the ability that I had that it was going to wow them. So it was kind of like, you know, a combination of both. But um, I was definitely more worried. But at the same time, I still had that confidence in there that knew that once I, like, started to do all that stuff. Because that's what usually happens. When I go to new places in any area, it's always, like, my entrance is always like, mm, the hell is that? Like, you know, <laughs> no seriously, it happens like that. And they're always like, What the mm-hmm. hell? i just walked out here. Like, who the hell is that? Ew. Uh, then as soon as I start wrestling, it's like, oh, oh, holy crap, oh. So it's always really funny, like when to see their reaction after the matches. And I think um, what was it? Uh promotion C4 that's in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Um, and they were kinda like when I first walked out, they were kind of like, Mmm too. But as soon as I like had this match with B-Well Mike Bailey. They were, like, hold, yes. and they, like, literally, like, they gave me, like, a freaking standing ovation, and they all started, like, banging on the mat. Like, they, uh, please come back. Please come back. And I was, like, oh, my God, this is so cool. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I love when that happens. I don't mind it at all, and I get it. Like, that's the thing I get if people look at me, and they're, like, what the heck? Like, I'm very avant-garde. I'm very unique and just different. And um, people call me, like, wrestling's anomaly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I guess that's a compliment, yeah. Cause um I mean I am pretty different, but
0: Well, I think I in, in Lucha Libre wrestling, which you know, <laughs> Lucha Underground is kind of connected to at this point, um, you know, you've always had the the exotico tradition. So I think there's a certain level of acceptance, but at the same time, you're not playing an exotico character. Not at all.
1: And so, I appreciate you like obviously noticing that. A lot of people always swear just because I'm feminine that I'm an exotico like now, <laughs> like I'm just, um, the wrestler, like everybody else, just the regular now wrestler.
0: Now the chat room is however, asking what would happen <laughs> if you and Pimpinella Escalada had to throw down?
1: Oh, that would be amazing. I would love that.
2: I think yeah. Sony would win. Um, <laughs> Pippi has some tricks up the sleeve though. <laughs> that is true.
1: That'd be a pretty
0: crazy battle. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be interesting. And I know a lot of people are uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wondering if, if that's going to happen. You guys are going to have to watch Lucha Underground this season to see yeah. to see who they uh, square Sunny up with. Um, which, uh, in Lucha Underground, um, we discovered that you're going by the name Exolicious. They released a, the list of, of names that were trademarked for this season. So... Um, is that name something that that you came up with, or did DJ and those guys come up with it? Because I know you have like a sunny licious t-shirt and you always, you know, you use Sunny Kiss XO, so it makes sense. But was that something that you came up with, or did they come up with that for you?
1: It was. I it was something that I came up with because I they were like, how oh, do you want your name to be? And for me, it was like, um, I wanted to be sunny, obviously, but they were like, No, 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 we don't want to trademark your name. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, um, I just thought of it and I was just like, what about XO? Like I kind of was like playing playing off ways to spell it like EXO and then X regular just XO. And I guess they just went with XO and then malicious. I don't, I'm not even sure how they how how are they actually spelling it. Is it with the,
0: the one the one I that it? got registered the way I saw it was the letters XO and then L. I. S. H. U. S.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah,
0: um, yeah. So, and I think I had spelled it before that, like, like delicious, like L yeah, yeah, I yeah. C I O U S or something, like exolicious, like that. But the way that's the way I saw it registered. So I'm gonna assume that that's how they're gonna go with it. Yeah. Um, we'll know if all of a sudden there's t-shirts.
1: <laughs> there should so. be
2: t-shirts. I
1: hope so.
0: Well, Sonny's got t-shirts already on yeah. pro wrestling tees, right? I do. Everybody go get that licious T-shirt right now.
1: What's the link real quick? I
0: don't, you had the oh, link last
1: right. time.
2: There you go.
0: There you go. Keep it simple.
1: Yeah.
0: You guys got to get that merch. So how, how did this Lucha Underground thing come to be? How did uh, this, and this is a story I actually don't know. Um, who contacted you? Who, who got you involved? Stryker put you up to this?
1: How did you know that? <laughs> I
0: don't know. Uh, that was honestly a guess just because of the, the East Coast thing.
1: I'm not sure if you guys saw the tweet, but Stryker tweeted like a couple of months ago about um, his infatuation with me and like how like I told him I had a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he tweeted, um, I professed my love to Sunny Kiss, but he proceeds to tell me that he had a boyfriend, which is hilarious. Um I don't know if he was kidding or not. Because you know you can't really tell with Matt. Matt is like a total jokester.
0: You have no <laughs> idea with Matt at all.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I definitely um, think that he was putting the bug in the ear. Uh, but he didn't really do anything like, like hands on it, which is more of just, hey, man, I know this guy. And he's great. And that's literally what it was. And I think that they watched me. And then they contacted me on my birthday. And, well, I think they watched me. Obviously, they had to. If they they contacted me, but um, they they contacted me on my, on my birthday, and that was literally my birthday present from them. Like they were like, "Yeah, we want you to be on Missy's underground." And I was like, "Oh my god, no way! Like is this real?" <laughs> DJ messaged me, and then he had to email me because I I'm terrible with checking my messages. Obviously, you guys saw that. Uh, <laughs> Not like, too bad. Like, we got was, you here, though. We got you here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like falling asleep and waking up, and like, "Oh my god, what time is it?" But um, yeah. Uh, DJ messaged me and, uh, the rest is history. I I signed that contract,
0: so. Which is super duper awesome. We are, Mm -hmm. we are actually ecstatic to have you. Um, how Mm -hmm. long do they have you for? I can't tell. (laughs) Well, I hope it's a long time. I don't, I hope they don't kill you off. I know how DJ is. He likes to kill people off every now and then.
1: You will see me around for a little while. Man,
0: I mean, DJ, we I can tell you. If DJ, I'm just, I'm letting everybody know right now, yeah. DJ kills Sonny off, especially in this season, I'm going to be heated. Me and DJ are going to have to have words. He, he cannot kill you off because we they know gotta, how he they, is.
1: They got to do a movie if they want to kill me off.
0: <laughs> DJ loves to play with people's emotions though. He'll get everybody loving a character and then just be like, yeah, let's just kill him.
2: <laughs> <Son> <laughs>
0: of a bitch. Um, so what, what other aspirations do you have? I mean, do you see yourself maybe trying to go to WWE down the line or other places? And, you know, are you trying to, after this Lucha Underground thing blows up, I know that they're a little more loose with people going to other places now. Like, what, what other stuff do you want to do besides Lucha?
1: Um, I definitely want to do everything, you know, all the above. I definitely want to be at the, the, the best places. Like, um, how can I say this without coming off as, like, weird? Or like rude or anything. Obviously, I want to be, you know.
0: Right. We're talking in the future. We're talking down the line. We're not talking tomorrow, you know.
1: I want to work for the greatest companies ever. And um, that's, yeah, like, that's really it. I mean, there's acting that I want to do too as well. You know, I'm working on some music. That's hush hush. So, yeah. Can't really like talk about it. We won't say anything. Yeah. I'm working on some music. And um, there's a lot of things that. In the, on the horizons that I want to, like, you know, dip and dab in. So,
0: yeah. Well, it seems like sky's the limit. I mean, you've only been doing um, this, what, five years now? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Five years. That's a long time in wrestling, but it's also not a long time. I mean, it's, like, it's, it's just long enough to get yourself in trouble.
1: <laughs> um, I've learned to manage things a lot better. Like, I've learned to, well, I've always been doing it, but, like, excuse me. Nowadays, I just kind of just stick to myself and my my, my friends, and my crew. Um, yeah. When you learn how to like mind your business and kind of like not ha- always have an opinion about something on the internet or just trying to post things to like stir up, I feel like, um, yeah, you you can do no wrong if you do that. If you just stay in your lane and uh, worry about yourself and worry about your people, you'll do just fine. Like now my boyfriend and I are like, it's literally us against the world. Um, we just travel together, and we just yeah do our thing with wrestling, and. Uh,
0: and now he's a wrestler too. So is it is it strange dating another performer, or does that make it better that you guys are in the same world? Because I've heard both stories. Yeah.
1: Um, I think that's a that's really really like um I would say it's up to you two like in the relationship. I feel like people make it harder than what it is. It's not that complicated. Um, what's so hard about like you know. Keeping your, okay, here's the thing. It's supposed to be secrecy, not privacy, but secrecy, there's a difference. I think people, um, well, okay, privacy, not secrecy, yeah. People should be more private in relationships, but not a secret. And I feel like you don't have to tell all of your business and tell all that you're doing. They can just see you, see, see the product you guys are, and that's that. Um, but we're really, really good. We really don't have any fights or arguments. Um, we we're just in love, and we love wrestling, and um, yeah, that's really it. Miflo,
0: if you've been quiet over there, you got any questions for Sonny?
1: Oh no,
3: I um I started watching some videos earlier on,
2: oh
0: and I enjoyed um
3: three, and then there was um I really love the spot with is it a splits with a arm drag? Uh huh. That was awesome. I was just like, holy shit. (laughs) Um, On the talk of the Exotico thing was, um, I think, it Cassandro was like one of the (laughs) first like really openly gay wrestlers and uh, he he wrestles as an Exotico, but like TNA signed wrestler. But in terms of questions is we're going to have to get you to the UK.
1: (laughs) Wait, what's that? I couldn't hear that. I'm sorry.
3: I think you have to get
1: you to the UK. What's it gonna get the UK? want you to come to England. Uh, Oh, um, I don't know. I guess y'all have to talk to some people for me. (laughs) Um, yeah, I love wrestling. I I love the UK garage scene. I think uh, UK garage music is like. It's, it's so underrated especially in America. Like I would love to like go to like the UK the the, the clubs and you know hear all the UK garage going on so yeah.
0: See now yeah. you have a tour guide. Me will take yeah. you to some spots. Look up find yeah. some places. Uh,
1: show me. Miflo- home.
2: <laughs> yeah, Misof um has you've met up with a few of uh few of your favorite wrestlers that have gone over there, haven't you?
3: Yeah, Penta and Phoenix. Yeah. Quite a lot, so.
2: How about Cuerno uh, uh, or, or uh, Phantasma? Have you gotten no him right over there? Hmm.
3: No. No one no wants to pay his uh, fee. Oh. Well, then. <laughs> I, don't,
2: I don't know if he should be talking his business, Miflo, like that.
0: No, no I no, think it's, it's just it's just They need to pay. Things. They need to get <laughs> Hildelma Phantasma over there and pay that money because he's good.
2: <clears throat> yeah.
3: He's
0: I've star often, in three promotions.
2: I've
3: but it's 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 difficult because obviously flying here you have like a thousand pound worth of mm-hmm. flight and then you've got to try and get someone else to t- you know all shows running in one area and like kind of making it worthwhile for the travel and also the expense
2: Sony do you have a passport
1: of course yeah
2: awesome <laughs> global entry or pre-check
1: what's that
2: global entry or pre-check, pre-check. it's if you- Check nice,
0: yeah. I nobody spends the money for the global entry except you, Byron.
2: I did, I, I, it's not that much. I forgot it how for a much long it time cost. to
0: get it. What, uh, um, so Sonny, what are who are your rest favorite wrestlers like the wrestlers that you look up to? I know you said you emulated a lot of the other female performers, but who are the wrestlers that really did it for you that are like, okay, if I'm gonna watch three different people's matches it would be these people
1: you mean like uh indy or like obviously like it, it could be an, it could be indie wwe anybody old like, new current i'm a huge van Dam fan i love i think you he, do the split-legged moonsault <laughs> he is an innovator period like he is just absolutely amazing then there's my mysterio with another innovator like he's just so amazing um the Hardy Boys there's like the whole like I just love everybody I'm one of those people who like watches wrestling I love everybody (laughs) so um but I was also a big fan of Trish and Lita the rivalry like that they had I love Jericho I love Kurt Angle I love so many people (laughs) like I'm I love everybody so
2: what do you think of Jericho just a side note hit the stuff he's doing in Japan
1: uh, I don't know
2: too much about it actually. I wasn't
1: really paying attention. Oh. What's, what? So what's what exactly is going on?
2: What he look- uh, well, he had the the match at Wrestle Kingdom with Omega. Right. Yeah. But um, awesome. he, just he just came, came back, back and did uh, one appearance and jumped Naito. He was uh, he was wearing a, a bushy mask um, oh, in the oh. in the stands and he attacked Naito when he walked by, and he took the mask off and he had uh, bushy wears eye and that makeup um and so he looked like he looked way way more different than how he looked like the week prior at the greatest royal rumble like he was so much more edgier and he uh he got nato to bleed and uh it was awesome he's he's like uh he's like i don't know like r-rated version of
1: Chris <laughs> now. yeah okay, i don't know uh,
2: yeah it
1: sounds crazy
2: uh, but yeah, he's gonna wrestle at Dominion if you're into New Japan, um, which clearly Byron is. By the way, as you can, I tell. I kind of am. So if you're a Jericho <laughs> like, fan? That, that'll
1: be really, a fun match. Really good though, but it's like, oh my god, it's so like the matches are so long.
0: There's a yeah. lot of wrestling out there right now. <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs> it's between the really, really good stuff, but like, oh my god, like sometimes it's like.
0: Well, I've been watching Impact now and, now, and then you got. All the WWE yeah. that's on, and I've been watching Triple A again. Like, I don't get to New Japan much anymore because of all the other stuff I'm watching. And I've been watching a lot of the local indies around here and whatnot, and mm-hmm. MLW too. Like, good gracious. I must the. I swear, I think last week I watched, I must have watched like 16 hours worth of wrestling. Oh it my God. It's crazy. That's too much. I love yeah, wrestling, but that's too much.
1: <laughs> there are a well, lot what are you watching? Money. What are
2: you watching? You don't like the long matches?
1: Um,. So, I do, but, like, you know, it's hard to really, like, sit there and, like, I don't know, just be, like, fully entertained for, like, hours and hours and hours. You have to take a break. Like, it's, like, I just need a break, (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God, this is, like, way too much. But, no, all of it's really, really, really good stuff. Like, I just, like I said, like, wasn't wasn't Wrestle Kingdom, like, 11 hours?
2: Oh, my God. I was almost late to work. It started, I think, at 3, and I had to work at 8. And I watched, like, I saw the three count, and then I put my clothes on and drove to work. <laughs> it's, I don't, it, yeah, it's a long, it's a long show.
0: Well, and Do you yeah. want, we're here, if you're watching it live, it's in the middle of the night, like, kind of like a got
1: to Pause and watch, you know, some here and then some there. Yeah. And, you but know, you got to know
2: the main event. You got to know the main event.
1: <laughs> well, like, I mean, well, you know, my thing. you can watch it at any time. Like, that's why, like, I, for me, like, I would just pause it and just. Uh, I mean, yeah, because it's a lot of wrestling. And if that's like
0: what? that's like, the way to do it. <laughs> if I can't get it on demand on my timeline, I th- like when Lucha Underground is airing, that's probably the one show that I watch every week live. But it's only an hour. Yeah. Which is great. And it, and that's part of what I think makes the show so good. It's like they have an hour, they're solid stuff, it's well edited. The stories were crafted ahead of time, so they're not mm. like hot shotting things out of nowhere. Um mm-hmm. I mean, I think I wish more wrestling shows could do that. And I I think the impact is starting to take advantage of that as well with a lot of their storytelling and really trying to map things out ahead of time. So, and hopefully they can keep that going now that they seem to have a fairly regular structure in the back now without, you know, some new owner coming in every two weeks, you know, maybe they can keep the ball rolling. And I think AAA is starting to do that right now too. I mean, I just watched that that they they had because Kevin Cross,
2: they just put on a good show.
0: Yeah, they're they're back. They're back. But mm. uh, I don't know. the The whole wrestling world is is interesting and exciting, and we get people <laughs> like Sonny that are, you know, new faces and new names. Which is yeah. the other thing that surprises me too. We we get our favorites, and you have them, and then some a new person comes along and actually like gets added to your list of like, oh my god, there's still great performers yeah. coming up out
2: there. And that's well, I'm excited. So i'm excited that, that you it. came on to talk to us now because i know i know in the area in the area that you currently work in a lot like you're known and i even i've talked to um okay about you um the the okay. twitter guy who's amazing he's awesome yeah. um, he's legend. and i just i knew when i saw you when you walked down to the ring the first time at lucha like now that you're going to be on a wrestling show that's around it's nationwide if not global wide like that's that's gonna be a big deal, and I so was did.
1: Did you tell how nervous I was, I was like gonna put myself I so nervous. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, Like this whew. yeah I'm, bad. Well,
2: I'm, <laughs> I'm glad we got you before you became too big of a deal to come onto our show, which <laughs> I don't know what episode that'll be, but
0: it'll it's not going to be too far. It's gonna be before the end of summer.
2: yeah.
1: You guys are so sweet. Sonny's going to be mad
0: crazy over. I think you're going to really get over in Germany too. You know, they they mm-hmm. like Lucha Underground over there. And I think that your character is definitely going to resonate well with the German audience as well.
2: I will say this with the Lucha tapings um, that it was a new crowd. They didn't, you know, a lot of the people didn't know who you were. And also there was like a new crowd on separate days and you won a new crowd over every single time without um, without a history in Lucha Underground so we didn't know what stories or anything anything was going on you just came out and starting fresh won over a room full of people every single time I think I mean I think any well, there show were, like, there
0: were a few people that were there every time that started some chants and stuff you know Byron like, okay
2: yeah. so <laughs> So, are you trying to get a uh, like a cut a manager cut
0: no i'm just saying i'm just saying some of us you know recognize talent and try to make sure that everybody is getting as amped up as they should be i appreciate that (laughs) it is it was a little strange this year because there were there were a lot of new faces from one taping Mm -hmm. to the next and in previous years um there's been a lot of regulars but there was a couple of weekends in there um like the especially the second weekend was almost an entirely new crowd from the first weekend that I think that you were there. So it was kind of almost a reset and like reteaching the audience of like hey this is what's going on. Um but it, I I didn't see you have too much trouble at all getting over. So <laughs> yeah.
1: Um it's more so my own, you know, insecurities. Obviously every performer, every entertainer, every person of, you know, has insecurities, um, and I feel like a lot of it it is my own insecurity. Um, yeah, I'm, like worrying so much, but I guess like, once I hit like, <laughs> once I hit the freaking stairs, for there, you know, you usually say curtain, but for there it's stairs, it's like, mm-hmm. it's time now, you know what I mean? <laughs> so then I just put my game face on and just like, I'm ready now. Because even though like people see me And you know, super bubbly, super energetic. I'm really, really shy. A lot of people don't know that, but I am incredibly shy. Very much so. Very, very shy. Even like when people meet me, and I'm always like, "Hi, yeah, thank you, hi." I'm always like so like shy. Like it's just because I get overwhelmed, especially when I get like nice remarks. Because it's so, I don't know. It's it's it means a lot to me, I guess.
0: Well, I think you're going to have to get used to it because I have a feeling you're going to A, get recognized a lot more and B, a lot of people are going to appreciate when they finally get a chance to see you uh, in that national spotlight. So better get used to it.
1: <laughs> I'll try.
0: <laughs> you can still be shy, but I think I think that you're definitely going to get a few more people walking up to you like, hey, aren't you XO from that thing, and you're you're gonna get yeah, quite a bit of that. That
1: me twice, actually, when I was out living out in LA, you know, for for the tapings. And um, basically, what happened was uh, I was going to Target, and like I was going on the escalator, and someone startled me because the person like ran up behind me, <laughs> <laughs> like, "Hey, it's you, you're, you're XO." And it's was just like, yeah, really, really, like overwhelming. <laughs> And then it happened like outside of my hotel, which was quite awkward, but I'm trying to like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, hi, it's so good to meet you. And really like, I'm just kind of like, oh my God, you scared the living crap out of me. (laughs) Well, especially,
0: (laughs) I mean, if they were people that were at tapings and recognized you, I mean, it, it really is like a, a big family out here with the, a lot of the performers and the, you know, and the audience, they know like, a lot of the performers just know us from being there and, and it is kind mm-hmm. of a big happy family so we'll bump into each other at random places you know
2: and just
1: play like, hey, uh, you know, so
2: you stayed you lived in LA for the for the tapings right
1: mm-hmm.
2: did you find um, did you find any pizza that would compare to New York pizza I know that's a of hotly debated
1: uh, I ate pizza and I don't remember where it was from so that's Probably uh-huh. a bad sign.
2: Well, I know there's like Tony's Pizza, sorta near where the old Temple used to be.
1: I don't yeah, remember. but like All that's pretty that I good. Order I order from Uber Eats. And oh. I don't remember where the pizza was from. I don't know anything about <laughs> the place. I never even if it ex- ex- existed. Yeah. So that's probably a sign that it's not better than New York pizza. Sorry, Papa Joe. All
0: right hey byron before we let sunny go are there any questions from the chat room that we need to get to that i missed i saw the chat interview.
2: room um someone how said me has sunny should been pay Italy? the
0: fee i'm just looking no. okay zeus asked how long has sunny been in wrestling and who inspired sunny to wrestle well we 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 know that you've been in about five years but was there an inspiration mm-hmm. for you to get into wrestling
1: um like i said um just Van Dam, Mysterio, Trish, Lita, Jacqueline. Women's wrestling as a whole, but um, you know, those—that's like my core group, the Hardy Boys. Um, yeah.
0: Well, What's Van Damme's my... a great one. I mean that. Uh... Van
1: Dam is like my number one. Like I think he is incredible, and I actually got to meet him at the tapings. Um, I don't know if you guys knew he was there, whatever. But um, uh, he came with Katie um, one of the nights, and um, it was really really cool because Katie was like, "We're gonna come through." I was like, I'm just going to bring Rob Van Dam, who's like my idol. So it was really cool to like meet him. But um, yeah, that's that's like my core group right there. But women's wrestling definitely is a huge inspiration, you know, along with those guys that um, inspired me. So
0: yeah. My favorite wrestling feud, I think of all time is probably Rob Van Dam and Jerry
1: Lynn. Oh my God. Yes. They could just always have a match. Yeah. Sabu too. Like Sabu, I feel like you know, I just admired the way he put his body on the line all the time. So I loved him. Like I love everything about him.
0: I admire Sabu from afar. Don't ever be Sabu because the, <laughs> the human body cannot possibly handle what that man has gone through.
1: Oh my god! And then you have like you know you know HBK and Triple H and their feud. Mm-hmm. And like, oh my god! And like stuff like that. Like I just love really really good feuds. I'm a sucker for that. So.
0: Um, who is this? Raven oh, wants, What's that, Meef?
3: Ra- Raven Dreamer. I can't believe you know Soul Raven Dreamer.
0: No, I love Raven and Dreamer, wow. and I like that storyline. But for the actual in-ring work, man, you can't. For me, it's, <laughs> it's Rob Van Dam and yeah. You know, Lynn, I the, love
1: Tommy Dreamer. Too. Tommy Dreamer, honestly, it's like he gives me like ugh, so much advice every time I see him. It's always like. You know, he always watches my matches and always like, yo, you could do this, you could do that, you could do this. And he's just so awesome. Like, I love, love, love him.
0: Um. Oh, Rebecca wants to know, who is your football team?
1: <laughs> I don't really have one. Um, I don't watch football these days. Uh, my family, um, they're Giants fans. Uh, <laughs> and then one of my other roommates that I, I live with now is a, a Packers fan. Um, and I haven't watched football in a very long time, probably since Super Bowl twenty twelve, something like that. <laughs> um, I don't remember what that was, but whenever it was that. <laughs> but I don't. No, I don't have a favorite football team. But basketball, I like the Knicks.
2: Hey, what's your hockey team?
0: Oh God, no one has a hockey. Team. <laughs>
2: Just, Sorry, I apologize.
0: I'm trying to, I'm trying to un- get Byron to understand that you don't ask black folks about hockey. It's just, it's you're not, it's never going to go anywhere, Byron.
2: Oh, you don't have to make it about race, Justin. Every time, I heard time. that
0: something exciting happened in Vegas.
2: um The most annoying thing to me, second most annoying thing to me about Vegas going to the Cup Finals, first one is the fact that they were handed their team by the league. They're an expansion (laughs) team, so it's the first year. But the second most annoying thing about it is how happy it makes the Disco Inferno.
0: And the third most annoying thing about it is you're still talking about hockey.
2: So the thing about hockey is it's the greatest sport on
0: earth. Um, Now, this is actually an interesting question. Uh, J-Bone would like Mm -hmm. to know what your thoughts are on intergender wrestling.
1: Prior to Lucha Underground, I didn't want to do it at all and I didn't want any parts with it because I felt like promoters wanted me to do it more so for a sexuality reason rather than an empowering reason. They wanted me to do it because they're like, oh, you're feminine, oh, you're like a girl, you can work that girl too. And my whole thing is the women's story is very similar to the gay story. Um, Being an openly gay wrestler and, and, you know, being a female in wrestling is very similar because. being a wrestler, you have to fight for barriers just like them. You're fighting to be looked at as equal, and fighting a woman because people, other people, see that as um, a way like that you're equal to them in that realm, as 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 opposed to you know emp- empowerment. I felt like that's that's the reason why I didn't want to do it. Um, but now I look at it in a different light. Um, Lucha Underground kind of helped me, you know, get feel that way. But yeah, no, I love the fact that um, women are big, breaking barriers, and so are uh, openly gay, openly gay wrestlers like myself. So yeah, I think it's great now. I mean, everyone should be able to like, you know, I I think Evilise could kick my butt. You know what I mean? So it's like uh, she's tough. But <laughs> then that's the, then that's
0: tough, the cool yeah, thing yeah. about that's the cool thing about Lucha Underground Spider-Man too. To is go. it's like everyone. <laughs> is can face off with anyone it could be taya and cage one week and then it could be cage and penta the next week and then it could be penta and pimpy the next week like it doesn't matter like i
1: wanted to uh uh tell a story of i'm tough too i can you know go like any other guy would a regular guy you know what i mean or like straight guy so i had that like mentality of just like don't let me work women because you want me to work women because you think i am a woman that he wrestled against the guys, so I can show you I can go with them. That I'm just as tough as any one of them, and that's awesome. That's really what it was.
0: Which I think is fairly accurate. I like that. See, now that was a good question. Thank you, J Bone. Thank,
2: Thank you, you. J Bone.
0: J Bone throwing out the the solid questions. Um, Byron, did you have anything else?
2: Oh, um,
0: I'm giving you chance. a chance. I'm giving. I do. We have. We're good. We're kind of good at this, Byron. We've learned how to do this after 94 episodes. We're getting close to episode 100, too, and we got to find a whole lot of exciting guests to put on one episode.
2: That's going to be a big deal.
0: Yeah, you better start booking it now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sonny, do you want to come back for episode 100?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to come back anytime. I have so much fun talking to you guys. Well, it has been
0: awesome having you on the show. Thank you so much for doing this. I hope we weren't too much of a pain in the ass, as everyone mm-hmm. can tell you. We are relentless at times when we were trying to get a great new guest, and mm-hmm. um, a lot of this, the the new cast of Lucha Underground this season, I'm really excited for everybody out there to see. And Sonny was right at the top of that list, absolutely. Um, plus, Ev Dub would have kicked my butt if you weren't at the top of the list, because I know Ev Dub <laughs> is a huge fan as well. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for coming on the show everybody Uh if you look down in the description you can find Sonny's Twitter on there go to Wrestling Tees you got any shows coming up um that people should know about that they should go out and get tickets for
1: mm. hmm
0: or anything else you want to plug in general
1: <laughs> well there's Warriors Wrestling I, I'm terrible with these dates I don't ever really like keep up with my dates I'm awful with that there's Warriors Wrestling coming up um that was coming out so much. I'm terrible at this. Forgive me. <laughs> do you have Do you have <laughs> them on like, your Twitter? Oh my god.
2: What's Let's that? Up. Do you have them on your Twitter?
1: Uh yeah, I just share the posters honestly and then you know <laughs> <laughs> like I'm All right, you have on Uh I'm I'm wrestling uh was it Delaware? Um I forgot the date. Was it Oh my god, this is so bad. Promotion promoters forgive me for forgetting the dates, but yeah. Um There's my on Twitter and Instagram and all other stuff, so. My Twitter and Instagram have the same handle, so. At SunnyKissXO. Facebook.com slash SunnyKiss1. And um, obviously ProWrestlingTees.com slash SunnyKiss. I have pretty awesome, it's not just bootylicious, it's Sunnylicious t-shirts on there. Uh, And yes, my booty is real. (laughs) Oh, you know what? That was the second question. And I skipped
0: right over it. No, that was it in the, the chat room.
2: <laughs> Thank so you, Paul was that Cross question for the chat question? room? Yeah, Paul Cross was asking it. We, we completely looked it over.
1: My booty is absolutely 100 percent. 41 inches of realness. Now, Boom.
2: see, and,
0: and for those who haven't seen you yet, um, part of the move set definitely involves a little bit of twerking. There's definitely some some booty bumping going
2: on. And it's what do you call that one fun. move? Sorry the, to cut you off. This is really important. Where she do does you the it? head scissors? In the, the corner?
1: Like a head thing. scissors? Yeah. I, call yeah. It, well, I called it prior to Lucha Underground to kiss my sass, but um, I'm obviously going to have to change it to make it something uh, cooler. I don't know. Um, for Lucha Underground. So I'll figure That's it really out. That's cool. I
0: bet, I bet striker has got it squared away for you. I'm sure Probably. he. I'm sure he had some name for it on commentary. Who knows?
1: Probably something super, super like corny and lame. Or or <laughs> completely
0: inappropriate, considering you have a boyfriend. Who knows what Stryker?
1: True, true. That's a good point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and who knows what makes it into the show too? Because as we found out from when we had Stryker on the show, uh, him and Vamp get really weird and inappropriate at times, and they just <laughs> out and make him do it again or something. I don't know. <laughs>
1: you're gonna yeah. see uh some interesting things and even probably a spot something involving Matt striker and i so
0: hey yeah, you're gonna
1: we see like it funny that we done, done one of the tapings and uh yeah
2: we've been waiting for striker to get interested
1: all right
0: so
2: what's step iron we've been waiting for striker to get involved vampiros out there going to you know flaming tables and uh, to thumbtacks <laughs> strikers just crazy, hanging can, out like, <laughs> something
1: small and cute that you're going to see that's actually yeah it's going to be like quite interesting to see that just in the middle of nowhere so i can't wait for you guys to want like, to go like oh it was now like when you guys see it
0: i hope it's during the episode where he's wearing our shirt because he actually <laughs> yes. wore one of our shirts during an episode <laughs> this season so here's hoping here's hoping we get some cross promotion <laughs> <laughs> um well, thank you so much for joining us, Sonny. And um, June 13th, everybody, is the premiere mm-hmm. of season four of Lucha Underground. Everybody watch it. Uh, check out what Sonny is bringing to the table. We get to hopefully see that whole flash dance scene now. Get to mm-hmm. see a lot more of you in the ring. Go check out some of the clips that you can find on the internet and in the interwebs, too, of Sonny Kiss uh, doing his don't. thing on the <laughs>
1: Honestly, okay, no, I, okay, you can obviously, obviously, it's there for a reason. But uh, if I could just say something, like my work between twenty, like thirteen to like maybe early twenty, like maybe I don't know, my work for the first four years, ugh, please erase it. Like, yeah, well, see, you say <laughs> that now, but
0: like ten years from now, you'll be, I you know, in I'm the gonna Intercontinental gonna... Championship at WrestleMania, and you'll be like, oh, don't look at my old Lucha Underground tapes. Oh. You know, everybody thinks that whatever they did. 5 6 years ago is terrible. True. Yeah. But
1: the ground is my best work yet. I will say that. And people are going to see a different side of Sunny Coast and a or different side of exolicious. I should say or a new side of me which is exolicious. So all right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We are definitely looking it. forward to it, Sonny. Thank you so much for stopping by. I appreciate right. you. And anytime you want to come back, you got a standing invitation. So if you got something to promote or something to talk about, or you get excited after you see yourself on Lucha Underground and you want to come talk about it, you just hit us up and you are welcome anytime.
1: Well, if you guys want to have an entertaining chat, you're welcome to just message me too. So.
0: <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Thank you so much. XOXO. You, <laughs> Bye, XO. Bye. That was awesome. Uh so thanks cool. to Sonny Kiss for stopping by. Um, Byron, yeah. besides hockey, did you watch
2: Triple A? <laughs> I did. I'm just super stoked that we just talked to Sonny because aside from already being a fan, once um you know, once he showed up in Lucha Underground, like we do a podcast that lets us talk to people in Lucha Underground. And so I've been waiting. It's like Hey, we have an excuse. We can we can hang out and talk to, to Sonny now. And- well, I know.
0: And so I, I know Byron. so everyone knows, like Byron, first of all, had seen Sonny before Sonny came to Lucha Underground and also, you know, was the one telling us like, oh, that's that's Sonny Kiss, blah, blah, blah. We were like, oh, cool. Great. You know, and then, <laughs> you know, so we did, I did some research and, and looked up a bunch of Sonny stuff after that. But before that, I would yeah. never seen his stuff. And Byron's the one. And then, of course, after the trailer drops, you know, the first thing out of Byron's mouth is like, Oh, does that mean we can talk to Sonny? Can yeah, we get Sonny on the show? So I started right then and I was like, Hey, Sonny, you want to try? And then Byron yeah. has been, um, you know, working with Sonny all week to get Sonny on the show. And voila, we have Sonny on the show and we promised you guys a guest. And, um, we're trying to line up somebody for next week too. Right, Byron.
2: Yeah. I think we're going to have someone pretty, pretty cool for next week. Um, I don't want to,
0: you don't want to tease it too soon. It's hard, guys. We would love it. to tell you like every, every guess we're going to get five weeks in advance, but it's so hard to actually nail stuff down and to make sure it's going to happen and then get the tech stuff worked out. So we don't like to announce it too far yeah. in advance.
2: I we will have say to that all
0: too many times. <laughs> well,
2: yeah. Like on the day, there's a thousand reasons to not do anything, you know? So there, it's just when it happens, when it comes through, like just I'm talking so Justin's eating. So the gimmick is in full effect. I don't um, know if
0: it's really eating though. It's like tofu and quinoa. That's
2: Can that crunchy. be considered uh-huh. eating? I've had uh, more tofu and quinoa in the past year than I've had in all the years prior. I don't mind it, but it's, still, it's interesting it's to think of it like that. It. But uh, I, I will <laughs> say this next producer in England. Next we've had week, tofu uh, and
0: quinoa here in California for like ten de- ten years. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> Um, thank you uh, to everybody in the chat room. Yeah. It sounds like um everybody watching really enjoyed um, Ooh, Mil
2: Martes. Zeus wants us to get mil martes. um that is someone who we are very interested in talking to. I will say,
0: um, yeah, um, we were very close to having Mill on the show a few weeks back, and then Mill quit a job and then got more <laughs> in demand and now his schedule's been freaking <laughs> terrible, like. Homeboy didn't have anything on his schedule for two weeks. It was like all about, like, no, nah, get me on your show, get me on the show. And then it was like after that, when it was finally like, yeah, let's get you on the show, I was like, I'm booked like five nights a week right now. Yeah. I'm in Canada. I'm in Mexico. I'm doing the crash. I'm doing this and yeah, this. Constantly so. flying.
2: I will yeah, say, though, um, that man is if, on a plane right now. If we do get the guest for next uh, week, next Friday, that I think that. I think we'll have it'll be a very awesome mind bending conversation.
0: All right, let's get weird. I like Let's get it. weird. <laughs> let's get upside down. Let's get weird. Okay, so J Bone, that is quinoa, it's a superfood, it's like this plant. And um, then I stir fried up some tofu and peppers and kale is a superfood. Um, when, when when you when you say it's a superfood, is that actual scientific or is that yes. bullshit? Cause I mean, it means it wears is, blue I, tights I, and a cape. I don't know. Well,
2: it, it's, it's just things. you do want to be careful about how much tofu you eat because it, uh, the estrogen levels in soy. Um, yeah, but
0: that's what I got this stuff for. Oh, for real? You just you you eat three pieces of tofu and then you eat this. I haven't even opened this box. You mean are you for real? <laughs> This is something my mother sent me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna trust anything no. my mother sends me. Like I don't even know. I don't know what this stuff is, man. It's got its product integrity seal. I take still this on, stuff like. when I work out or play hockey. Yeah, that's a little more. Gorgeous. That's a little more my speed. I, I've this this bottle has been sitting here for ages. I have no idea what this stuff is about. anybody it's, know anything about this? Uh, DM me and tell me if I should ever consider consuming something like this
2: testosterone booster, the words are glowing. Oh, Mipha's like, I have something that has milk in it. It's,
3: it's, it's chocolate biscuits. You should eat
0: these. Yeah. That's where I get my testosterone from. Chocolate biscuits. Speaking of which, me Where I get my chin from? Um, Has the <laughs> property uh, value at the palace dropped considerably since... Oh, became royalty? Or is your country not that oh. racist? Oh.
2: Meef, are you more ashamed of how your entire people and country are represented by a family that's inbred or by a family that's built in institutional racism and classism? Also, have you seen the movie King Ralph? Is that based on a true story? I wish it was based on a true story. Do you have to bring
3: this up? I fucking hate the royal family. Everything about them. I wish they were all dead. Even Meghan? She's pretty
2: hot. Yeah, she's royal now.
3: So, so Someone asked me, like, or said something about her dress, and I said, is it blood splattered?
2: <laughs>
3: okay, but the dress that, really was horrible. Me, hey, assassin. man, you need
2: to chill out. That's not cool.
3: The dress no, was no, no, terrible. No, no. There's literally thousands of these inbred racist morons like mm. who are 16,000th cousin who live in some weird fucking manner, and it's like a lovely home, but the person who lives there doesn't work. They've never worked in their entire life, but they literally let it run to shit. Like it's falling down and like rotting away this big piece of like, you know, history because they are literally like pond scum. They're just like some rich snobby twats who aren't rich. So they have no money to keep these things upkeep and just like live in this home and like, it just rots away. And they like, you know, the people who are very British nationalist and have voted for Brexit happen to be the kind of people who hit their chests and go on about the Queen and the Royal Family and people, or oh, if you, you know, this, you hate the Queen. And then they forget the Queen's not actually English. And her husband's not. So.
0: Well, I mean, you got to love this wedding then. I mean, they had like a black preacher there. They had a black choir singing Stand By Me. They had a Hold black jello player.
2: Black creature. What was this about? What was but he like?
0: like a, I'm, I'm like, probably so. Me fled him talk.
2: I want to hear the story.
0: Chicago. But he got fired up. I mean, he's still basically yeah. C of E, but he, he, he did it like Chicago style C of E.
3: Did they try and make it like a gospel wedding by any chance? Uh, that that particular moment <laughs> it, was. It's not, it's not like it was like a Disney film, was it? It it's, wasn't. It wasn't quite "Song of the South." We're not being, we're not being racist. Yeah, <laughs> we're not being racist, but we're being stereotypical. Is that? It
0: possibly? wasn't. It wasn't quite "Song of the South," but I mean, they did have some cutaways of Oprah right around then. Mm.
1: But then, well, you well, know, I mean, what Chicago, are you going to cut away he's to? He's from
2: Chicago. She's from Chicago. Are you going to cut away to a bunch of confused like limeys? just oh. like, like they eat just they just ate something God. sour
0: no How the cutaway was to George face. Clooney
2: who was doing his
0: best did to look cut like cut Ed Sheeran
3: did they cut away to the queen did he um, Megan
0: you know surprisingly um I was actually surprised they really didn't cut away to the queen much at all and I couldn't even tell where she was sitting for for a while and then she when she left she got in this Maybach on these like 22 inch rims that were dope. They were like 22 inch Asante's on her Maybach. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> she had she some, and just So Oh, my God. Dope ass rims that the Queen has. Well, we love your people, even if you don't love them, Meef. The royal wedding was amazing. We've had a we've had a mulatto president here in the States. Now we've got a mulatto royal and oh, no. um, I'm hoping for a mulatto pope
2: next. Oh. You know what happened to our country after we had a, a mulatto a Hawaiian, yeah. a Hawaiian president. So
0: you're expecting, uh, Ivanka I'm Trump just, to be the next person to marry into the Royal family.
2: Oh. I'm just saying me, there seems to be a history and,
0: and good luck with that,
3: <laughs> we're going to get both Johnson yeah. on next, uh, so
2: have fun with Brexit.
0: Well, no, I was going to ask you yeah. about AAA.
3: We oh, it
2: <laughs> took till me sidetracked. Triple A not- was awesome, dude.
0: Um, Yeah, it was. Why?
2: <laughs> I, I mean, it was the matches got represented. The stuff in between them was quick and to the point unless they cut to Vampiro and Vampiro was on the phone with his girlfriend,
0: <laughs> <laughs> which was amazing. He loves that woman <laughs> so much, though.
2: He does. I've, I'm happy for him. But it's, it's funny because he's Vampiro and you kind of need him to be that loose cannon. So, like, what are you going to do? Tell him to tighten up? <laughs> like, tighten like, up, yeah. <laughs> up, man. Tighten up. See how far that gets you. Um, it was awesome. The opening match, it looked like it was a bunch of, like, I, I it is, it's going to be a horrible way to say this. But the opening match looked like, like a bunch of flea market Rey Mysterio's running around. But... What, they, they were like awesome. They were 100% legit, you 100%. know. It was like it's one of those things where I where so I, I know show it was
0: up. was Ar- like, Aramis and Astrolux. Does anybody remember the other two?
2: I don't know. Um, I just uh, know they're all really really awesome.
0: Toxic. Um, toxin and uh, Latigo or Latigo or something. Latigo. let La, La, um, I'm sorry, I'm looking it up right now. Uh Latigo. Yeah, Toxin, Latigo, <laughs> Aramis and Astrolux.
3: Don't look at the event poster because that's slightly different.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, those guys,
0: <laughs> yeah, I, which seems to be the case with AAA all the time, but these are not necessarily bad changes that they made to this card. Um, no, it's a lot better. But once again, this is two shows in a row where the opener has just torn the house down with, with mm-hmm. unknown new guys that, uh, that everyone should be watching.
2: And that's like, what the opener should be doing on a Lucha show.
0: Yeah, but it's almost like, fuck, why keep these guys down the card? Like,
2: <laughs> well, you think that, but then you see Drago and Aerostar, and then you see, I mean. Oh, Vikingo it's, it's, was uh, on fire, too. I mean, Vikingo. Uh, oh, my God. Lucha, Lucha Block was on, was on fire. Fire. Oh.
0: Vikingo um, with uh, Parca Negra, and who's the other one in that one? I don't remember who the fourth <sighs> guy was. Helicon 78 Jr. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, another match where you're just like, fuck, like, these guys are just throwing themselves around and it's perfect Lucha Libre. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. It's innovative and it, for the most part, looks safe. Safer than Cuerno's dive at Impact, where he hit nothing oh. except his face. Oh, God. <laughs> I felt so bad for your boy. I don't know if that was a bad base move or or what. I mean, uh, not to...
3: As he went through, he moved his feet to... Um- Missed the middle rope and he caught his heel on the top rope. It just went straight mm. down to the face, huh? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. He, he did all right in his dive this time.
0: Little chocolate, little chocolate face splat there. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So the first two matches, if you haven't watched this, this AAA guys, go on to uh, Twitch mm-hmm. and that's in the video section. Um, they're a little hard to find sometimes because it archives everything that they run. So when they're just running live old vintage stuff. Um, so it's like five or six things back now. But it's just fucking amazing that they, it's just a really entertaining, yeah. good, fun show. Um, What was the, the fucking Fabi Apache match? Wasn't horrible. I'm not going to say was it was it? great, but it wasn't horrible.
2: I didn't know what was going on but they all worked pretty well. And then she slapped the shit out of everyone, which seems yeah. par for the course.
0: And Lady Shawnee seems to uh, have gotten a lot better too and seems entertaining. I don't think I knew the other girl, the Ashley or whatever. I don't, I'm not really familiar with her.
2: The, yeah, they seem to do all right. Uh, but yeah, they were, it felt they were newer. Uh, Meve, what's up with Lady Shawnee? Did you make a noise at the mention of her name?
3: no i like this
0: and his lady shannon <laughs> <Chan> is awesome
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right
0: um the the max yeah. the the match that had maximo in it i didn't really pay much attention to was there anything interesting there oh you know the thing we didn't talk That's about
3: mascara was, mascara's thighs how <laughs> big has he got? how many how many, how many fucking, like churros is this motherfucker eating
0: <laughs> all of like, them
3: like like no, no but he's like legitimately one of those kind of like you know, pretty boys from CML I not he? Well
0: like he, he won 7
3: years ago. But like he he's put on so much like oh my god like people go on about like tire and have a pop at tire. Like this guy. <laughs> he honestly looked like he was going to break his like um tr- uh, pants.
0: Yeah, that's I see. I didn't really pay much attention to that match. You know why? Because of the part I forgot to mention the part where cross ran in at the end of the second match. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot to mention that. Like
2: I I like how they let the match finish, though.
0: Yeah, they got the clean finish. And then it was like, oh, hey, guys, you want some extra work? Um, Well, great. You guys are going to feed for cross. Because <laughs> I mean, it was just mass carnage you want to talk about dudes flying around, and he was he was power spotting all these guys too, the kind of like spots like the way he does that cyto slam, he puts the guy down, lifts you know, or lifts, then puts the guy down and throws him, so the other guy is not doing any of the work,
2: yeah, as soon as he wraps it's, your your arm around his head, he's holding you.
0: it's all deadlift, yeah. I was making a joke on on the webs about it, like you just being another leg workout day for Cross. Because I mean, he threw all four of those guys. I think he threw one of them twice. Did he, did he get Fikeingo twice? One of those guys, he fucked up twice, I think. I mean, just massacred them with all giant power spots. Um, came out in his mad t shirt, proceeded to take his shirt and the glasses off, and just hurt people.
2: I like and his, his mask, his mad mask. mask.
0: What's that, Meef?
3: His his Saito uh, slam to Parker Negra was uh, rather brutal.
2: It was pretty good. Yeah, he,
0: yeah,
3: he ate that. And the, I mean the Mad that... Mask. Did you see the original Mad Masks?
0: The ones from uh, from MDA? Yeah. Yeah,
3: because um, the guy who, if I can say these things, made those was Fantasmic uh, Eye.
2: Oh. How come he didn't ask Sonny more questions about Phantasma?
0: <laughs> He's saving them for, for Sonny's next appearance.
2: All right. I think I have someone booked for episode 100, by the way.
0: Good. We need like 10 more.
2: What was the storyline with Drago and Aerostar versus Tejano and his buddies? I saw them working out and they then they got the locked off. in the gym over the titles.
3: Yeah. So it's all about the titles and they've been fighting for a few weeks or months now. But the, okay. I think that storyline was like the, the Tejano and Ray Scorpion like partnership. So they're like top guys and they're acting like dickheads. Basically. Oh. Which, which isn't hard for Tejano in AAA.
2: I love Tejano. He's a, what are you doing with your face?
3: I love him too. I, I love him too. I love him too. I Why is your mouth me, open, dude? I,
2: actually,
3: I was because I was being controversial. No, um, but yeah, no, he, he's a good guy. I like Tejano, but yeah, that's the whole storyline of going around now. Given to the big, they've got an entourage.
0: I still, I still get frustrated with the usage of Aerostar and Drago. they they're like this feels to me a little like. Where Pentagon was stuck in the card for a long time at AAA, where they're just kind of this this low mid card thing. They're always wrestling exciting people and they're always having exciting matches, but nothing ever comes of it. And it just kind of stalemates out and then they just go on to the next one. Like nothing they they don't ever seem to really get the big blow offs. I don't know. Am I crazy? No.
3: It's it's similar to the kind of uh Janice got the uh uh, Raider A's. The sword. What happens with that? That's it. Like, I I thought that was like a big deal, personally. I thought, oh shit, this means like you're gonna maybe move up the card or...
0: Well, it's a big deal when people feel like it's a big deal. I don't know. It's like the Cross thing, you know, Cross did a run-in on the second match, which I don't think is necessarily a big deal, but it is because it feels big. It feels like something is happening. And... You know Aerostar and Drago, I feel like they come out and they kill it in these matches, but it doesn't feel like anything's happening, so I don't know how you spice up their storylines. I'm also not getting the full commentary because I don't speak Spanish, so I'm listening and i I pick up words and you know Hugo is so excited all the time that it's hard to tell one level of excitement from the other unless all of a sudden something is brutal um, but you know it's i', I just I've just questioned like. And maybe it's my bias, but, I mean, I've liked these guys in AAA for a long time. I mean, Drago was one of the guys that I went to Lucha Underground to see because I liked him in AAA. So, um, I don't know. It was a good match, though.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you have your main event, which was um, uh, Psycho Clown. No, 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 no psycho clown is weird by the way oh, i hadn't okay. really seen him wrestle before to be quite honest and he well, looks psycho
0: weird. clown was in the match with uh fantastic tag and, match. And, and uh hernandez
2: he is real silly oh, should we i want to talk about yeah, that but i well, just want to just just as an example like that the match was um uh dr wagner or ray wagner um versus
0: oh
2: forgot yeah, right? And that was a the fun match. So, yeah. So, like, you see a main event match, and let's just say it's going to be one of those two guys, and you have Drago go against them, if he, if Drago's going to be a main eventer. Or do you put Drago in the second match, in that tag match, with Hernandez? Yeah, I
0: mean, I feel... I don't I do I, I don't necessarily think that I see, you know, the Drago versus Wagner match yet. Because, yes, you need Drago and Aerostar to rate as the co-headliner. First, you need to get them further up the card first, and Mm -hmm. then they can start bouncing into those higher spots. You know what I mean? I think that that's that's the problem. I mean, they're typically dead middle of the card and they don't seem to ever rate anything past that. It's always, you know, a bunch of fucking clowns after them, literally
2: yeah I thought it was kind of cool to see them go up against Tejano and uh that's Ray Scorpion right
0: I did yeah no I I again I I think that this match is a step in the right direction it's still just missing a little bit of the the feeling that it's something important
2: like the match itself should be higher on the card that would be it
0: feels it feels more like a demotion for Tejano than a promotion for Drago yeah does that make sense? And it should be a promotion for all of them. But it's like you get four guys like of this caliber fighting and you have to make something of it, which they did with, you know, the the Hernandez cross match. Those guys mm-hmm. got that spot on this card, which and as much as I love cross, um, I could have seen very easily this match in that spot and, and the cross Hernandez match a match earlier but also cross has the big angle right now the mad angle is is great you know and the the yeah. running and everything well so so let's go back to this so but the 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 star drago d- um go over on ray scorpion and Tejano by dq um it was a good match though did you guys you, you like the match or did you think it was lacking
3: well, no, it's, i liked it the thing is with, um, Aerostar and Drago, they always put on a good match, you know, they're not going to ever be like making it a terrible match, <laughs> or like, like, you know, do different, it's not that uh, but sorry, go for it.
2: Oh, I was just going to add on to the thing where, um, where without really thinking much of it, they could, you'd watch the other high flyers on the show and be very impressed and think, oh, that was really great. And then you see Aerostar and Drago, and you're like, oh, these are the guys that also do that. Um, those guys before were really good. And then Aerostar and Drago will just come out and show why you know they are who they are. Like they're still way better than the, the opening match guys. They're still they just I think you almost take it for granted that they put on the performances yeah. they put on. I almost um,
0: thought that they worked out this particular match in the back a little more than normal i fe- i almost felt like some of it was smoother than than normal which is cool <laughs> maybe maybe they need to do that more maybe that's how they get up the card maybe they stop winging it as much as they do because those two guys wing it all the time they just get in the ring and start calling shit. um let's see what else <laughs> <laughs> we have the uh it's the cro- cross much yeah so uh which is amazing a
3: bit weird with the hernandez
0: well yeah but i mean the hernandez swerve came quickly it's like i get it Uh, it it works to me in the fact that i think the mad angle is really that he's just rogue like yeah you know you can put him with whoever you want he'll go and wrestle and then he's just gonna go into business for himself mad is in business for themselves well i like to what I liked about it, it wasn't like a normal kind of just like
3: a, oh, he's going to turn on the guy. He's not going to tag him in or something like that. He actually just got fed up of his shit. He was like, oh, I can't be arsed with you anymore. And just cool. kind of shoved him out and
0: killed him.
2: Why were they tagging together? Because Hernandez isn't mad, correct?
0: No. Hernandez is not mad.
2: But and they were... This
3: was originally... So- this was originally cross... Um, Tejano... And somebody else versus Phantasma, Pagana, and Psycho Clown, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was originally like a uh, yeah six way tag. So it kind of got they need to give Cross a partner because Hoovy wasn't wrestling because he was actually originally supposed to wrestle earlier, wasn't he?
2: Why isn't Hoovy wrestling? Bad. Too much juice? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but Hoovy well, still he was originally on oh, kind the of... still came out
2: yeah
3: yeah 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 What I mean is is he was originally booked in an earlier match on the first card, and then whatever happened happened,
0: well, yeah, and see, I don't know if this was stuff that played out storyline wise on the show, being that I don't speak Spanish, um, or if this was stuff that was just you know regular triple a hey, let's change things at the last minute in the back now that everyone's here.
2: <laughs> and now that you got it, or
0: now that everyone's not here, let's change everything in the back because so and so didn't show up or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean there was a few things that were changed, like that that the women's match got moved and didn't. Um, part of that second match was supposed to be different too. Like, wasn't Vikingo supposed to be in a different match originally? Yeah. I it's think like Vikingo
3: there... was actually supposed to be with like Hoovy uh, or something,
0: right? It's like, you know, there's a triple A poster that gives you a rough idea of who might show up that day. And then there's the actual show, which is got nothing to do with the poster. <laughs> right? Like they've already changed that Rey Mysterio match that he's doing like three times, haven't they? It was supposed to be like a three-way. Now it's just a straight up mega championship match with uh with um Dr. Wagner, like so
2: yeah, the so Ray's coming back for a match. I saw that, but I didn't know what they said on it.
0: Yeah. It's Ray versus Wagner for the mega championship. Now.
2: Oh, who's going to win that one.
0: I'm going to assume Wagner, unless there's Ray has really pulled a coup that we don't know about. Like it would be amazing if Ray won and all of a sudden he's a triple A champ, but can they keep him long enough?
2: Is R- Ray and Jericho are just going promotion to promotion country to country. Good for them. Yeah,
3: they've timed it well with the whole uh, the rest
0: of the world opening up to each other. Um, but I the, the the I was actually pleasantly surprised with this match. Um, mm-hmm. You know, being that you have Psycho and Hernandez in there and Cross, that's a lot of big dudes that have a lot of big spots. You know, and do a little more of a roughhouse style. But it still felt like lucha libre and that was a surprising part to me i was like i was expecting it to feel like kind of slow and plodding especially after all the the crazy spot fest matches that we saw earlier and um i think the match before it kind of the one with uh, Averno, Chessman, and chess man and whatever uh, kind of helped cool it a little bit um but that match still had a lot of big spots in it so i don't know i i, I was just really impressed like this was the point in time where i'm still watching and I'm like, oh, my God, I've gotten through another whole AAA show and I'm not mad like I'm not I'm not angry at it. Like, I don't have a bunch of complaints. I've been thoroughly entertained. I'm really curious about the stuff like and that's when I know that it's good, like when I'm asking questions and I'm not just going, when is this going to be over? Yeah. You know, or <laughs> I just want to take my notes on it and see if anything interesting happens, because that was the only reason I was watching. I was like, oh, I just want to see what they do with the mad angle. That's it. That's the only thing I cared about. And somehow, this is how uh, I know that AAA's back. Um, I watched the whole show and I actually cared about things. Not everything, but a lot of things I actually cared about.
3: Because, well, this is the psycho clown Phantasma feud. Which I think is leading to something at Triple Mania or Verano de Scandalo. Uh,
0: I believe is Triple Mania is where they're going to try to pay that off. Is Asper West is match with like four people. Yeah, but I mean, uh, who knows yeah. at this point? They couldn't even keep this card booked the way it was supposed to be. So, but that's part of what makes it exciting is everyone thinks they know where they're going and Triple and A's made some announcements and kind of played up some feuds, but who the fuck knows? I mean, I feel like Psycho Clown and Phantasma are, are building something.
2: Mm. Yeah. Um, they had a weird vibe going on during that tag match, you know? That yeah, they yeah were that's, partners. That's the was, yeah. But I didn't think they were friends. Right. You know what I mean.
3: Yeah. That Vader mask.
2: Vader mask. He
3: wore a Vader mask. Do you not see that? Yeah,
2: fantastic. He didn't put any crazy colors on. He just he was all in all black.
0: It was a good yeah. look. I like it. It was very chocolatey. yeah, but everyone
2: everyone looks cool in in black everyone looks cool and they wear a lot of black you know what i mean
0: right now so here's the weird part to me you get the awesome mad ending to the co-main um you know with Hoovy, yeah. and then you know your your mysterious figure um but then they do a run-in on the main event, too, with Fabi and all this other stuff. And that was, that was the point where I was kind of like, oh, this is some A nonsense, right? Like, I didn't even get what's going on. I didn't understand it. And I was just done with the show. <laughs> it's like Conan booked the rest of the show, Vampira booked the ending.
2: Yeah. Tommy hey, came out.
0: Yeah, basically.
2: That's a big deal.
0: That's a huge deal. I mean, he's been saying uh, he said publicly this week that that he is in fact involved with AAA again, um, and it will be it'll be interesting to see where this this union kind of goes. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm interested in though. Mm-hmm. So, um, what else is going it's on? Better anyway. What's you can that? Tell something's changed. Yeah, you can tell something's changed. So clearly, something is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 can they keep this going? Can they keep bringing in a hot <laughs> opening match? Um, can they keep following it up with other matches? Like, is that making everyone in the back want to step up their game? Because people aren't phoning it in now. I mean, you know, clearly, like like Vikingo was not phoning it in. He's in the second match of the night. You know. Yeah. And was look like a goddamn superstar like i'm watching and i'm like why my Vikingo hasn't really popped my interest in in months now when all of a sudden this guy is showing out and he's in the second match
2: how many times did he win what is it ray to ray reyes where you get the sword
0: i don't know that's a casey question
2: he and all his friends seem to have swords which (laughs) is the championship in triple a right
0: the sword the bloody wood begins with an S, alex
2: Sword, sword, C-word.
0: It's, it's it's an old Saturday Night Live joke. Instead of, instead of saying it, I'll take S-words,
2: he keeps saying sword. It's fine. <laughs> Eight tit. <laughs> um, I I know that thing. I just did another joke from it.
0: Um, so I kind of watched Impact a little bit. Um. Oh. I'm very confused about what's going on with Katerina and Grado. Um, it was very disturbing to me on many levels.
2: I haven't but seen it. I might watch it tomorrow. Is it worth watching? What should I like out for?
0: <sighs> yeah, I mean, there's this Sammy Eddie Edwards um, mm. Street Fight match thing that was filmed. Where was it filmed? It was filmed at some other promotion. House of Hardcore. It Was, was it House, House of Hardcore? Hardcore it. Wrote, but it was like not even... In their home venue. It was like House of Hardcore Roadshow to play off their whole angle of you can have the fight, but you can't have it here in Impact. And Mm -hmm. I like that they did that to tie in their outside thing. But and I've said this before, which is why I didn't I didn't understand the Jeremiah Crane versus Eddie Edwards thing at Lucha versus Impact. Like, don't blow off this feud or tease it somewhere else. (laughs) This is a feud that impact earned, and they should be capitalizing on it inside their own walls, like make it a big deal at home on the home court and, and play it up and, and get the bump from it. It's a great angle. Like, why are they I having some pseudo idea. blow off sent in with, with bad hokey footage with guys yeah. shooting cameras on the floor, like not even getting good high angle hard camera shots. Like I I, I didn't get it. That I didn't I want- get
2: I wanted to I talk so. about that real quick, about how I think it's great the impact is is running that sort of angle in general, where it's like, here's some of our guys wrestling in another big show somewhere else. I think that overall angle is cool, but, then, but the production value is not standard everywhere. Like, you get the hard cam that's not even a wide shot of the ring. You know, it's just... That's like, it's a great idea, but it needs professional execution.
0: Right. So you got to send cameras, but then that, that defeats the whole purpose of doing it this way, which is, you know, their budget and, and their time, you know, they're running, they're taping all their shows at once too. And having these outside matches helps so that they can do good quality stuff in house there and then bring in one or two good things from outside. Like the cage thing they brought in, uh, know, it was good.
2: I got to be honest with you on the camera thing for, for a company to be able to say, if you do it one at a time, then you need one package as a backup in case the show itself doesn't have their shit together. House of Hardcore, they're going to put on a professional show. They're going All you need is the hard cam. I think you need a guy at ringside. That's all you need, like minimal. It's better if you have like two hard cams so you can zoom in on one and whatever. Well, and which it I kind did. of think
0: they did. I just don't know if uh, I just it just wasn't pulled off as right. well as it could have been. And the match itself was still kind of like, I get what you're doing, but it didn't feel like it had the connection to Impact.
2: There you go. That's an issue too.
0: Even though they played it into the storyline and they wrote it in, it just seemed weird to me. But it was was off. It was a little off. It was kind of meek as well. As a match, it's like they've done this brutal, bloody,
3: hitting each other with all different weapons and it was like We're going to have a
0: little
3: knee to the face.
0: Well, I think that's the problem with the feud that they've built. Like, how do you blow it off now? Like, how do you really blow this thing off? It's going to have to Mm -hmm. be like one of those old ECW death matches with like scaffolding full of tables and some kind of extreme carnage. Like, they're going to have to go further than Dante and Killshot did at Lucha Underground to have a blow off that makes any kind of, of sense. Yeah. Um, like there has to be one end all high spot that just ends this feud. Like, is there any other way out of it or you let it fizzle and everyone's just mad?
2: You got to do something. But I think the psychology, like they're at a point where they really need to utilize strong psychology to, to, to make a spot that important. Right.
0: Um, You know, what's interesting about, uh, um, oh the other thing i guess is there's still some random person running around with these x cards laying people out man and now people are starting to accuse each other it's um it's creating a bit of a uh a rift in
2: wait what i'm gonna look uh, this Impact. Up.
0: somebody yeah. is laying people out backstage and putting these little cards with like an x on them and nobody knows who's doing it. it
2: is it handwritten Oh, I'm I'm on impacts. I'm on impacts. Um, it's like a black uh,
0: card with a red X, isn't it? It looks Bold very, around. it looks very professionally done. It doesn't look hackish mm. at all.
2: <laughs> Although you know,
3: it does remind me slightly of the aces and 8 thing. A little bit.
2: You know, aces and eights. It wasn't that bad.
0: No, that was
3: actually no, one of their. Was it wasn't bad to begin with, but. Then it
2: became but, bad. They like they were doing. They were really. They locked in the backstage vignettes. They had an interesting sort of thing going on. Uh, Bully Ray was just on fire. He somehow did all these amazing acting scenes where he had to be attracted to Brooke Hogan, which you know he should win an Emmy he, for that. Um, it was really good.
0: You don't think Brooke's cute? At the same time, what? What? You don't think Brooke Hogan's cute? Uh,
2: the short answer is no.
0: I don't think she's terrible. I mean, she's not my type, but
2: I mean, I guess, I guess, knowing that her father blocked me on Twitter and uses the N word, I guess. Does Terry blocked you, know, you? He he does a lot of horrible things. <laughs> Why did Terry block you?
0: (laughs) He He blocked two years
2: ago. Why? What did you do to Terry? It could have been two things. And I think it's really one of them, but I like to bring up the second one as a joke. I had this picture that I found online of him, like backstage at a movie set. There's like clothes on a rack and he's, he's in like red tights and he's about to put something on. Whatever. But he's wearing a big old wig. Or he's putting a wig on, something, but it's a big old wig. So I made a joke because in the WWE video game that came out, he had a full head of hair, it seemed like. So I I tweeted a joke about that and tagged him. He may have blocked me, or he may have blocked me when I tweeted at him and Eric Bischoff, who I don't know if he's blocked me. But I tweeted at them, telling them that they ruined TNA and they should not have done that.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, I mean, you tagged them and then assassinated their character so i guess i can't say i'm first of all right there's something i could have said
2: that's worse than you would just find out by watching tna when they were in charge
3: i was just about to mention aj styles um knocking off that woman knocking off that woman shall say you know what, what was her name again
2: i don't know but it's like it's it's the last uh, TNA pay per view that I had watched. You have Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Chris Daniels in the three way main event. It was insane. It was great, and it was also not a main event you'd get at WWE. You know, they they have their own product and they're developing it. You know, they had they had um, the Flying Elvises and of course Jeff Jarrett, but they're an alternative. And then Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff show up, and it becomes. Like a failed attempt to do WWE. And it's some cool things happened, but largely it was like Hulk Hogan walks in and goes, AJ Styles, you're great, but you need a personality. Bleach your hair. You're gonna be the new nature boy. Put on the robe. Literally, you Ooh. are the new nature boy, AJ Styles.
0: <laughs> hey, maybe Races fan can uh, figure this out for you because <laughs> Races is- <coughs> Sorry, I'm coughing. Racist fan figured out our previous dilemma, which is that Sammy versus Eddie in a CZW death match is what needs to happen. And I think you're right. I think that's the only answer. Do the CZW death match? Actually, tie it in with them. Do it at the Impact Zone um, with the lights and the cameras and the like. The you know the Girl Scouts of America troop sitting in the third row or whatever crazy shit that was with the people with the t-shirts last week. That just cools the whole audience. Oh, hate the impact zone. Um, yeah, I think that's the answer. I'm gonna agree with races fan. Did I say that right? Yeah. Race race races fan. Hey, is Chavo that's
2: still it. blocking me?
0: Of course he is. Chavo fucking Fine. hates you. I directly asked Chavo to unblock you, and he said, ah, uh meh. Yeah. Really? He, he thought about it.
2: He doesn't even know who I am.
0: I think you said something about Pepe.
2: I love Pepe. I would never say something bad about Pepe.
0: No, I I, I don't mean, I don't know. I think maybe your love of Pepe was inappropriate.
2: I like horses.
0: (laughs) Um, You know what the most exciting thing in WWE news this week is? No. Totally Bellas is coming back this week. It's back on the air. Oh, God.
2: I can't handle that shit.
0: Oh come on! But I mean, John Cena's impassioned plea on the Today Show about how much he's still in love with <laughs> with uh, Nick Nikki. Is he? Was it Nick? I don't know. I can't tell. He him. calls her Nicole. Oh, I love you, Nicole. Nikki. I love you, Nicole. I still d- desperately want to be married to you. And every woman in America now is going to watch your show because I'm crying. Man, talk about a fucking work.
2: What do you think he tells the strippers he's banging? he tells them to watch total bellas too he's like hey don't watch the today show tomorrow he it's tells them to watch that shit. Really weird.
0: no 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 it doesn't at all because all the girls are just like oh he's so sensitive he's such a nice guy i want john he seems Cena. like the
3: kind of guy who like goes to a CD place and like has a girl killed in front of him <laughs>
2: <laughs> jesus christ yeah, I mean- <laughs> you just got us the TVMA tag on youtube
0: that could work. He just, I mean,
3: maybe he, he, just, he just seems, well, you know, he's like with like his whole rules thing. You just think like, you know,
2: mm, he, just,
3: yes. like he goes somewhere where he pays people to, and orders okay. them about.
2: Okay. First of all, this 41-page like moving prenup thing, where did you see that? Did you see that on a staged fake reality show that a staged fake entertainment company puts on? We
0: get it. No, he but, just looks like a cunt.
2: I like Cena, and I, you know, he does what he does. But it's like when I have to see and read reviews or you know recaps of him and and Nikki and their wedding stuff. I feel like okay, that's the WWE stuff I watched this week.
0: So, are they really doing Ronda versus Nia Jax? I what have I? Whoa! What did I miss? How did that happen?
2: She just came out and said they were. They did a house show in London last Monday. No one cared. It's a dump. So uh she just yeah, came out. Shithole. No, I'm just kidding, but they did a London show, so it wasn't taped. No, so I, I or it was taped, I didn't watch it. What?
3: London is a shithole.
2: Okay. If London is a shithole. A
3: it and
0: burn it, they should let it burn to the ground. And this is that money in the bank? This is this is the exact opposite of money in the bank. That is not money. Nor should it be in any bank. This is horrifying. Who the hell is going to protect who in that match? Like, one of them has oh, got to actually go and work.
2: I'm more concerned about work in the angle. You know, because they're not going to do physical altercations every week leading up to it. They're going to have to get on the stick and do stuff.
0: Uh, you I mean. Know? I'm not even worried about that. I'm worried about the actual match itself. I mean, there's only one way you can book that match and that's for Ronda to squash Naya. And that just they- seems ridiculous because they just put a ton of work Naya's finally getting over a little bit and I'm, you know, I'm actually digging where they, where they got to with her.
2: Yeah.
0: But yeah. I mean, y- you've seen how Ronda was with legit losses with the media and whatnot. I can't imagine that at this point in her career, they're gonna have her go out and job to fucking Nia Jax.
2: I think it's a huge waste if they do that, especially after seeing her handle Triple H.
0: Yeah, she's got to be a monster. She's got to be a monster on the on the level of you. You think of her like China for a while there, where you think that she could beat the boys too. Yeah. I mean, she, like, she has really to, to be given title.
2: Like she has to be as big of a threat, if not bigger than Asuka. At least during her initial NXT run.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's part of the reason why they they chose to derail Asuka a little bit. You know, it's because Ronda's got to be that person. That's where the money is. I don't. I just don't get it. I don't understand what the what would possibly be the purpose behind booking them against each other right now. It seems it like there be could be anything.
2: Be maybe it's like maybe, a DQ with like nice.
0: Oh, God, that's even worse. See, and that, and you know what? You're yeah. totally right. I mean, somebody else runs in, and they make somebody else a bigger heel for, for costing the whole match, and then they'll get back to it later.
2: You think that's will kickstart the much? Natty Heart? You think that's what kickstart the Natty Heart feud? They'll, they'll throw some bombs at each other. The Natty Hart will Maybe, do the... Maybe, but
0: I mean, this is part of why when I was looking at that roster of who they brought Ronda together with being on Raw, it was just kind of like, oh my God, what do what they do?
2: There's there's a lot of female talent that they have and they could be featuring them with Ronda and having Ronda steamroll through them and it wouldn't hurt anyone.
0: But hey, look, if you want to put an end to the, to the Naya push that's a great way to do it. Like if for some reason, Naya was going out anyway, or she needs a surgery or she's going on to yeah. something else. For a while, yeah. yeah. Have Rhonda squash the crap out of her, get her out of there. Cause it'll make sense. It'll get Rhonda way over. I do the one part of it that I've heard people complaining about that. I actually like is I like them being baby face against each other. Now, don't forget. This could also be, this could also be the heel turn for Rhonda maybe her four horsewomen come in because they've signed um, Marina, whatever her name mm-hmm. is, and Jessamine Duke, and all four of Ronda's four horsewomen from MMA are all uh, signed to WWE now. I figured that they'd put the other girls through developmental for a, a bit longer, but they've all been with Josh Barnett and like learning to wrestle from him for longer than they, you know, been part of wwe so maybe they came in with enough skills that they feel like they can put that group together do a big heel turn with ronda now that would actually not be terrible so maybe there's so some what's that
3: do they you know, they, could, they could bring them in to cause interference and beat downs and what have you but they don't necessarily need to be wrestling all the time so they you know i mean you could they can be getting trained and right just be a just faction them, yeah just turn up to attack
0: just right and let ronda and, and shana go, do the the ring work i mean Shayna clearly can handle herself in the ring just fine mm-hmm. and maybe that is a reason to get her and ronda together sooner so that uh ronda can just kind of be the heater from the outside and let Shayna do more of the the work i don't know it's, it's I don't, hilarious because i started yeah. talking about this thinking that this was the worst idea ever and now i'm thinking oh maybe there's some possibilities maybe that <laughs> wwe actually I'm has a chance to it. make something here
2: i don't know i i think it's They've I'm sure done. they could figure something out, but I don't think what
3: it's gonna be garbage, it's gonna be absolute garbage, you know. it.
2: Yeah, I just it, it sucks that they're that they got this, um, this whole angle going or this whole uh direction with Naya where she's a role model. And I think there's a it bigger sucks that picture as a
0: role model, I think that's awesome.
2: No, no, I it sucks that they just got that started. And it oh, might be cutting it short, which it may yeah, make sense if, in if booking loses, terms. But
1: if, if she
0: loses to a heel turn Ronda, then she could still have that.
2: Yeah, but so let's, let's get more than like a month of mileage out of her being the champ and having kids cheer for her victories, you know? Like if give her those moments. out of
0: it if Ronda becomes the mean girl all of a sudden. If it's so, Ronda and her crew messing with Naya.
2: I don't think Nia should win against Ronda. That's a thing, not unless problem, they yeah. schmoz it. But also, like, Shayna is not coming up out of NXT anytime yeah. soon. Their roster, female roster is depleted, and she's the champ. Like, they, their hold, they held Nikki Cross off just so Shayna had someone to feud with.
0: But, but you got to look at the money, forget whatever NXT needs if the big show needs Ronda and Ronda needs Shayna, then whatever's going on in NXT is out the window. And they've done that before. I mean, how many people have they snatched up out of there, out of nowhere? I mean, they've they've completely yeah. drained that roster at times.
2: But they still they still have a bit of consideration. Like when they pulled Alexa Bliss and everyone up that time and took everyone, Triple H requested that um, Asuka stays. And he needed, he only had Asuka, and she still drew for the division there. I mean, you have Asuka fighting Liv Morgan and tapping her out to an arm bar, like a, like a regular arm bar. You know, that's not a championship match. They had to rebuild some people around her. But they I don't think they'll strip it that bare. Like, they still need their champion.
0: They could, but I mean, aren't they going to do another May Young Shayna thing? Still I still think they could. I think they could take Shayna tomorrow and it doesn't matter.
2: If Tony Storm, so, well, I think they no, signed no, Tony Storm.
0: They ha- uh, Tony, yeah. Well, or is Tony she Storm doing should a, be the Raw a, Women's K-Dates. champion, but who knows?
2: So, I mean, I think, I mean, Tony Storm should just go up to the main show and embarrass everyone. But, but I think if they, they could they
0: leave bring, her down at NXT for a year, let her just dominate down there. Be fun. She's
2: young enough. They could definitely do that. And then I think if they bring her in, then you could send Nikki Cross and Shayna up to the big show
0: well that might be what needs to happen but we'll see
2: yeah. i don't know
0: i find it interesting um ufc was really awesome this weekend
2: oh, i missed uh, it there's I'm a like, lot of blood
0: no i just like kamaru usman um he he didn't have the best match of his life and he keeps having these kind of uh well like he he says he broke his hand early in the fight but he was fighting damian maya and uh I was very entertained by it. A lot of people weren't. They thought it was a boring five-round match, but uh, I, he was stuffing Maya's takedowns, and anybody who knows Damian Maya, this guy is just like, he's one of those guys that gets you on the ground and just ties you up in weird knots and pretzily. and for Kamaru Usman to be able to completely negate all of Damian Maya's ability to do that, I thought was impressive, and I, I like Kamaru Usman. And then... uh. uh alexa grasso got just smattered by that girl who won the ultimate fighter and i was not expecting that at all i mean a lot of people had it picked that way but i i didn't (laughs) but it was very entertaining and there was actually it was like one of these weird cards with a lot of people you don't really know they're kind of up and comers but a lot of times those are more exciting and it was kind of one of those where you had some knockouts you had some submissions you had some some absolute wars um and i kind of like those cards and I'm looking forward to um there's some big UFCs coming up soon too. Um finally. You know, they had kind of big fight last week and then um oh and oh my god, I went to another taping of the contender. God, I wish I could tell you some spoilers from that fucking show. Eric Van Wagnen would kill me, but man, we went um I took uh one lung Charlie and How's he some doing? of his people uh he's a little less flat tired this day, these days. But uh we so we went to the contender and um there were two fights. We stayed for two tapings and they were both fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal. And I think this is later in the season to the semifinals or whatever like oh my god. And it was like a who's who of of who's famous in boxing who was there. Like I don't know, like, I'm going to have to buy epics. Even the guys I was with, everyone's like, when's the finale? How do we see it? And blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, like, uh, congratulations to Evie Dub because the show hasn't even aired and I can tell you right now he's got a freaking hit on his hands, like for boxing fans. Anybody who's a boxing fan who doesn't have epics is going to get epics. Mm-hmm. And I think the whole boxing world and community knows it because they're all, like, all the big names, the famous guys in boxing are showing up there because they know that some of these young guys are the future of the sport and this presentation of it, this style of doing this show is the future of the sport. Um, I think it could help resurrect boxing uh, even more so than the original version of the contender, because the original version of the contender was around when boxing was still kind of up there, but MMA was kind of knocking it down a little bit. But I think now people are are seeing like the Lomachenko fights and the, in the triple g fights and and people are coming back to the sport and being more interested but those guys are are further down the line and if you want to see where the sport is going to to come up from at its roots it's going to be the show and i'm i am more impressed than i thought i would be i thought i'd be interested being a boxing fan like oh yeah i like this but i think a larger group and community is going to like it if if they can get over the hump of this it being on Epics thing, which may actually be brilliant for them to get their subscribership up. We'll see. Or people will just pirate it and still watch it and love it, but then they won't get any financial benefit from it. <laughs> it's always possible. Alright, you guys got anything else you want to talk about? Joshua a- Beatley Selby
3: at my football team's stadium. Anthony Joshua? No, 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 no. Josh Warrington. Oh, Warrington. So he's like a fighter from like my neck of the woods and he's like supports my football team. And he basically got to actually box at the stadium, which is pretty mental. Like 20 odd thousand people. Yeah, that's huge. Drunk, drunk people who are absolutely insane anyway. Um, And Lee Selby was this guy who's been not say now he's going to school him and all that shit for years, and he got absolutely torn apart he, got, <laughs> he was a he was a, he was a bloody mess one of the referees gave it as a a Selby victory but everybody else had him up by about um warranted up by about three four rounds wow but like the ref, the referee's shirt was dripping like dripping in blood
0: oh because this like sounds amazing
3: both his eyes
0: i need to watch this this sounds
3: great where oh, can yeah, we find this? Basically, like, he's boxing with English football fans in the attendance. So
0: <laughs> that sounds like a hot mess. Well, the UFC is going to be like that next week too. UFC's in Liverpool, um, and oh, oh. and and Darren Till, <laughs> who's a a Brit, I think he's actually from Liverpool, is uh headlining against Wonder Boy Thompson. So that's going to be a huge, huge fight for the UFC next week. Um, the real big one though is UFC 225 which is June 9th um, and that's Whitaker versus Romero um, Dos Santos versus Colby Covington who talks all sorts of shit about Brazilians and he's facing a Brazilian uh, Megan Anderson versus Holly Holm is on that one also um, And and wait for it wait for it Michael Jackson not the not the he hee, not that Michael Jackson, but but Michael Jackson, um, the actor. No, he's a fighter and and <sighs> podcast guy from Texas that hasn't had very many ultimate fights uh, of any kind is facing. Phil Brooks, a.k.a. CM ah. Punk, Ooh, <laughs> CM Punk is back, y'all. He's going to be facing Michael Jackson. Who is probably skill level wise a little closer, but I almost still give it to, to Mike. Mike has been a professional kickboxer for a while, and and we'll see. But this I mean, I think Mike it as an MMA fighter is like one in one or something. And now CM Punk is 0-1. So it's funny because he's still on the main card because he's such a huge draw. And the fight is in Chicago. So CM Punk will be fighting at home. Last time he fought in my hometown, Cleveland. But uh, that should be pretty exciting. And then also Alistair Overeem versus Ruben Blades is on that card. Um, Claudia Gedalia versus um, Carlos Sparza is on there. Crazy, huge, awesome card. Uh, Rashad Evans is also fighting, coming out of retirement, basically. Uh, Bermudez is fighting Little Pettis. Should be interesting. Anyway, so Phil Brooks is going to give it one more go. It'll be very interesting to see. Uh, And that's on the Whitaker Romero card on june 9th in chicago
2: oh there's a lot of stuff on june 9th
0: what else is going on, on june 9th
2: dominion Imagine that's um it's my okada partner's birthday. oh Oka- it's whose birthday
3: my partner paula it's her birthday oh,
2: that, that's the black birthday. mannequin
3: that's behind your
0: shoulder there <laughs> byron's favorite thing
2: <laughs> i, I was wondering believe- if
0: sonny thought that that was an homage to him
2: I can't believe that you had that.
0: It has a lot less booty, though. Yeah.
3: There's a reason I've not turned it around, Byron.
2: No, but why? Don't (laughs) you have (laughs) other rooms to put it in? Can you put it in other rooms? Off camera?
3: True, it's a good point. I thought it was a good (laughs) little back piece. Justin's got his curtains.
2: You can't put it behind behind the computer. (laughs) <laughs> Lie it on the ground, at least, during the video portion.
0: Polly Cross thinks that the he-he Michael sh- could actually beat CM Punk. That's hilarious.
3: Now, literally, now we could still beat him.
0: I just want to... I would love to see the real Michael Jackson hit CM Punk in the face and then just stand over him and just say, Mama Mafusa! Just, like, yelling at him. Weird Michael Jackson. <laughs> Chamo! <instance>. Chamo! <laughs> 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 Moon walking over. Sorry, somebody needs to do this car. I hope, like, uh, Tommy Tohold or somebody does that animation of, of that real Michael Jackson beating up CM Punk. That needs to be a t shirt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the current day, Michael Jackson.
0: Yeah. The corpse.
2: <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> um, I just wanted to bring up that New Japan has a huge show. Uh, Dominion on the ninth has Okada and Omega in a best of three, two out of three fall. No time limit match. Speaking of long matches, that's going to be something to watch. And then they're doing Okada. I mean, they're doing Naito and Jericho in a blood feud. That's going to be amazing. I'm super stoked to watch those. I'll probably stay up late watch it live. Um, they're doing their their super junior, whatever the lightweight tournament now, and that's awesome. Got okay, to see. so you say
0: it's June 9th, but so does that mean like early in the morning on June 9th, or that I have to stay up all night on June 9th? I don't know where Japan falls in the international dateline.
2: They're ahead of us, so I think like if June 9th is a Saturday, it might be Saturday morning. But I'm guessing I think someone else it should figure at, that out.
3: No, I think I think it starts at like eight AM here. On June 9th. Usually.
2: Yeah, so like it's usually yeah, well, we watch it at three. Yeah. Or 4 oh no, it starts at
0: 8 A.m. there in England.
2: So it's like yeah. one in
0: the morning right. here.
2: Oh, yeah. And it's a lot easier, yeah, for you than me because it's like, late night. And for me, I have to wake up.
0: Well, on the, the West, West Coast, it's even day. worse. All I know is whenever, whenever <laughs> the New Japan events start here is a, a time when I'm absolutely not going to be awake watching wrestling.
2: But yeah, it's all in the middle of the night. But it's kind of fun to watch it we're, live in that sort of days. Um, we're seasoned
3: pros in the UK of this.
2: Yeah, I'm
0: watching shit at fucked up times. Well, hey, next weekend you get the UFC live there and we have to watch it at like, I think it starts at, uh, the main card starts at 10 a.m. Los Angeles time. The prelims (laughs) start at like 7 a.m. or something. So I'll be up bright and early Sunday morning watching fighting.
2: Speaking of fighting, um, Daniel Bryan, I, I just recently saw him talk about how he wanted the heel hook to be his original finish, not the yes lock. Um, And he recently threw it on cast again um, on some show. I'm not watching them. I just saw highlight one of what you would thought about or if you had seen a seal hook and what you thought of a professional wrestler's seal hook or it being used as a finish.
0: It's good. The problem is I just don't know that some of those MMA moves are dramatic enough to look like something. But if you program the audience long enough, I think that any move can get over, you know, but it's also it's also the difference between a cross arm breaker and, you know, um, a a real arm lock from MMA, you know, it doesn't look if you do a real one, it doesn't look the same. (laughs) The fact that you're actually twisting an elbow to the safer place for wrestling gives you the ability to move the arm more and make it more dramatic. You know, and there's a reason why, you know, if you watch um, like if you watch uh, Ken Shamrock do a real ankle lock compared to the way that uh, Kurt Angle does it. Kurt Angle's looks better for wrestling by a long stretch, because when Shamrock was doing the real ones, you know, he's got it in really tight and he's twisting and trying to break your freaking ankle by holding it a certain way, you know, and you're not going to get that, that same thing with, you're not going to get that same thing out of a wrestling move. Like when Kurt Angle's doing it, he's like, he's putting the, the, the crux of the the joint in a certain spot so that he can move it around and twist you more safely without hurting you. And it looks way better. So, you know, Daniel and a lot of, I've heard a lot of wrestlers say this, like they want to do the moves that are realistic and feel realistic, but it's like you're in an arena with 14,000 people. How does it look to that guy up at the top of the third balcony? (laughs) You know, you can want to do real MMA moves all day long. And people complain about this when they go to live MMA all the time is that when you're sitting up there in the second bleachers, you're watching the screen when they go to the ground sometimes because it doesn't look like much, you know, with a giant cage there from, you know, 200 feet away.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well like Minoru Suzuki is one of the most vicious wrestlers out there and he does, I think he does a heel hook. Um, and he makes it look awesome, but it's also that's a much different conditioned arena and audience. And it would be boring if he sat on and just held someone's leg for so long in WWE, uh, I think Daniel Bryan and the two times I've seen him do it, he makes it look good, but you need a quick tap out. Like once he's in there, then that's it. Like he, he doesn't do the theatrics that Suzuki does where he'll take the foot and start rolling it and bending your ankle around to where it looks nasty. Right. Um, But I think the, the, from a wrestling standpoint, the, the yes lock, the bell lock, whatever is much better because just, it, it looks. It doesn't look as good as pain. It doesn't look as painful as a hold. But you have both guys' faces, facing in the same direction. You get a much better presentation on camera of the struggle for one person trying to fight out and one person trying to get the other guy to submit. It's all in one shot, I suppose. Like ankle lock, one guy's holding, and the other guy. You know. Right.
3: Maybe maybe um, he could get some lessons from John Cena about how to put an STF in.
2: John Cena doesn't STF. I think he doesn't tighten it up because he used to do it the original way. Like he knocked out, he choked like Edge or someone else. Yeah,
0: when you're as big as Cena is, if you actually put that move in for real with the amount of muscle mass he has, that could actually be bad.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah um, Choking out Edge is not a bad thing.
0: What, well, Paul's asking about the arm bar armbar Rhonda's arm bar finish. Now, what Rhonda has done, Rhonda is actually, uh, her version is actually in between a cross arm breaker and an arm bar right now. She's doing the appropriate MMA setup on the legs, but she's also not cinching in the, the leg crossing and she's not actually turning the arm against the joint. She's not fully turning yeah. the arm against the joint. So she's leaving it kind of in cross arm breaker position, but the whole setup and presentation of what she's doing is the actual arm bar. Um, her move
2: looks great between her yeah, long but hair. Yeah, but
0: she can still yank on it without, any, without hurting anybody. If she yeah. actually stepped over the neck the, the, the right way and twisted her body into the elbow and did that, even pretending, she would really hurt somebody. Um, yeah, I mean, similar to what Sexy Star did. Um, if you're yeah. ever wondering about the Sexy Star footage, if you go and watch it, Sexy Star actually does that and turns her arm in so when she's yanking on it it's no longer for show for move she's actually hyperextending the elbow which can break your arm or your shoulder um and that is the difference between a real mma arm bar and a cross arm breaker which is the pro wrestling version of the
2: move yeah but uh, i was saying that ronda's ronda's her arm bar looks really good in that she hides that where she'll get you, she'll get the arm tucked under her arm, like, with her body when she's standing still and has, a, has it wrapped a certain way. Yeah. And then she's able to do, like, the, the fall back quick slam as if, like, that's impact that's going to yank the arm out. Um, but Right, like, and between- the, trick,
0: the trick for that is actually having her pelvis be closer to the body and not further away. And so you'll see that her knees are more bent because she's actually scooched in more. And if you when you see those real arm bars, the the person applying the arm bar is almost flattening out their whole body and straightening out because what you're trying to do is put all of that pull across the other person's muscles. So what she's doing now, she's still doing the fall back, but that fall back when you do it in real MMA is for the purpose of pulling and straightening out and, and locking around the shoulder and getting that elbow to that, that position where it's gonna hyperextend. But it is, it's is—it's great, it's perfect the way she's doing it. We've seen her do the real ones too, so our brains are programmed that when she does it that fast, but you're not seeing her straighten out her back and her no. legs like she was in some of those other things. Hey, whoever is Acer500, thanks for subscribing to the channel. And you too can subscribe if you just go down there, just scroll down, hit that little subscribe button and hit the bell for notifications.
2: But what what just happened? He's got a new subscriber.
0: That's all. Acer 5000.
2: We went into commercial in like mid sentence. Yeah, yeah I
0: do that sometimes because I forget to plug stuff all show. I was probably supposed to plug uh, Lucha Central. I was probably supposed to plug <laughs> some t shirts. I was probably supposed Lucha to plug Map Pro. But we had check, go on, check
2: man. out our best of uh, the latest best of video on Lucha Central with none other than Famous B. Famous B, yeah. If you hit it's a really good video.
0: It is. If you hit the show more button on our description down below, um, you can see that uh, there's a link for Sonny's um, Twitter. There's links for all of the host Twitters. There's uh, links to where you can get our t-shirts. Um, no Patreon yet. We're going to set up Patreon soon um, for people who really want to help keep us in business. Right now, we're counting on t-shirt sales. We did pretty good last month. We had this mm. shirt, the... Uh, Couple different versions of a Jimsky Nakamura, which is actually tied dead even with the world.
2: Did we get a seasoned assist for that one?
3: Seems like Wow, we dead. start
2: shelling WWE knockoff shirts and the feed goes down. Wow. Meef, do you think there's a connection?
3: I don't think Justin's got a connection at the minute.
2: Yeah, yeah. Do you think there's a connection? You think there's a of investigative journalism between us? Justin chills a WWE knockoff shirt, and then he gets shut down. I think the evidence clearly points to a specific answer. Is your feed frozen?
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> Call it, call it
2: But you agree with me, right?
3: Oh yeah, geez. but saying that, have you seen the state of their shirts? Oh no, I don't can, like that. On, like, the new, they, they, yeah, they they just got like a shitty little Ember Moon's got a new one, which is like they do use a bit of a moon logo on the front, and then on the back they put big writing across the shoulders, like the moon's rising or some shit like that. Like CNL must they did one shirt where it looks like he's on a fake like dollar bill. And on the back, it just says, he's 100. It's awful. Yeah. I mean, it's it's that Lucha Underground Pentagon Junior shirt level. It's terrible.
2: <coughs> <laughs> that one is bad, too. What other things do we need to shill? Um, Justin, our um, MMM show Teespring link doesn't work on YouTube
0: oh it doesn't i'll have to fix that
2: um so lucha central is still relatively new but they have a ton of new and awesome stuff coming up every day there was just this amazing pentagon which one was it caristigo match uh at the crash oh they both lost half their mask it was it was pretty nuts um they have stuff about that and should really check them out and check out our best of videos because you get to see some. Um, I mean, of, even uh, as
0: new as the site is, it's been what a month and a half or so. Yeah, um, it's packed. Like I'm already, uh, it's th- there's already so much stuff. Like I was trying to go back and read some CMLL results because I never get a chance to watch CMLL. It's just it's the one show that's one too many for me at this point. Um, but I was just kind of going and reading some of the results and like. Trying to look for something from a few weeks ago, I was like, "Holy shit! There is so much stuff on here." Um, you know, you got that awesome little pilot thing with Ruben and Conan on there, and you've got all the stuff that Colt Icon's been doing. Our stuff, you know, Klein has got a bunch of stuff up there. A lot of cool stuff. Like, and if you want to know what's going on in the world of Lucha Libre, whether it's Lucha Underground, AAA, CMLL, The Crash, they're all up there. Everything. And then so. the. Um,
3: they- uh, a guy called Al Loden, um from the UK. He writes for them as well. He writes about the, um, oh, like Luke, I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember the
0: name of promotion now. You have a Lucha Libre but promotion yeah, writes, in England. Yeah, it's it's interesting. <laughs>
3: it's it's it's
0: kind of like a cabaret show. Oh, those can be fun. I mean, we have Lucha Vavoom out here that is very popular. Which is kind oh, of like big cabaret, lucha libre, hybrid, Broadville. RCW, RCW in Spain. That's pretty big.
3: They have a lot of shows, and like I know, um, Angelica wrestles out there, Chris Wolf,
2: Chris, Chris Wolf.
0: Wolf, your favorite.
3: It's
2: get Chris Wolf on the show
0: anytime, man. Just yes, get Chris, get Chris on whenever you guys want.
2: Meef, you have you took a picture with her. Are you friends hey with guys, her? Guys,
0: I'm supposed to tell you that Casey promises that he'll be here next week. He is finally coming to a close on some of his uh, time obligations. And does and he know? We'll get more Casey.
2: Does he know who we who we might be talking with next week?
0: I don't know if he knows.
2: Should we not? I don't tell know him? if he's
0: been paying attention.
2: I don't think we should it's tell like him. I think it should just happen.
0: Yeah. He won't come on as sexy starter. Uh, so. Well, she's not going to call herself sexy starter no, show. She's going to go by Dulce or whatever. What's
2: her undefeated boxing fighting name?
0: Duck face. Don't. <laughs> sexy duck case. No duck face. duck face. Duck face. Sexy duck face. I don't know. I'm starting to not hate her as much as I used to. I'm starting to like her again. Absence makes the heart have to watch Well, I'm hoping that she comes back to Lucha Underground this year, if nothing else but for us to see her die a miserable death. But I don't know. We'll see. Maybe she'll come back and do that big heel turn. You'll all just have to watch and find out. All right, I'm done with this thing. Are you done with this thing, Byron?
2: uh, Do you think Daniel Bryan is going to not re-sign in like September or November and then sign with the Bullet Club?
0: Negative. (laughs) Daniel Bryan will stay with WWE for the rest of his career. I think so. I don't really see that he's I I know why people say that and think that I know that that they have this this desire to see him go out and be this great indie performer. But with his previous medical issues, he's way safer where he is. They take great care of him. They stood by Mm -hmm. him uh, in a tough time. His wife is with the company also and under contract. Um, You know, I think that the travel schedule is probably more than he wants right now, but he's got a job. And he's got the Mm. best job that you can have in the business. And they're taking care of him. He's not at the bottom of the totem pole. He's not getting treated like dirt there. Um, They pay his
2: hospital bills, right? And get him the best doctors. And I know
0: people think that when they see people like Jericho jumping ship and doing some things for a while, popping in and out, that they think Daniel Bryan should be on that list. He's not the same as Chris Jericho. And it's not the same for him. And that world out there for him outside of WWE is not as safe and he would have to work like an indie performer and he wouldn't be at the top of the card. Daniel Bryan in Japan is not at the top of the card guys in WWE. He's at the top of the card. So why would he go anywhere else? Could you even see, I'm like maybe at TNA he's the top of the card at impact. Why would you go there over WWE? You wouldn't. I just don't think, I don't see Daniel Bryan ever needing to go somewhere else Uh, I think he's found his. his, Yeah, I think he's found his last stop, Um, and I don't think he's going to be one of these guys like a Kurt Angle or somebody that leaves the company and has to go somewhere else and make a name for himself or wants to be bigger than he is. It's just there's no reason for him to leave ever. Um, Anyway, that's all I got. You got anything else, guys? Nope. No. Thanks to Sunny Kiss, aka Exolicious, for being on the show. Um, thanks to Eric van Wagner for having me and my crew out to the contender yesterdays. really awesome fights. Thanks to MiFlo for joining us at some weird ungodly hour from across the pond and for being kind enough British citizen to have a mulatto as a princess. We really do appreciate that on this side of the pond. It's really big of you. And to Byron uh, go hockey, eh?)
2: eh. Uh. <laughs> Until next next time,
0: stay calm and stay in Stay in the mix.